I uh been swimming a lot lately. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not probably I can't imagine. <laughs> um not probably something you don't want to be here. Is this like in the lake or uh, at the pool? No. Uh, so the the gyms um, were closed for um, reasons that history will tell for a long time. Uh, you couldn't get a pool. And now finally, uh, I found a gym. It's in Ballard. Oh. Their pools are open. Oh. I have um, like life-altering bilateral foot injuries. Oh. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> um, so like I'm not supposed to walk, really. That's what the podiatrist says. Oh, stop walking. Stop walking. Use your feet as little as possible. Huh. So forever. So, the theory is. <laughs> the theory is if I could just uh, stop my uh, my damn persistent habit of walking around, yeah, uh, my feet would recover and I could go back to being a uh, relatively svelte, you know, athletic, long-lived individual. Right. But instead, this is about going on a year and a half now. I have MTP, metatarsal pain. We're getting right into that's the, your uh, toes. Yeah, yeah. I see, I know some some doctor words. Yeah, <laughs> doctor Meta, metatarsal. Um, the fun part about toes is that they go way far back into your foot. Um, oh, so, interesting. Yeah, you only have like the tip of the iceberg. Uh, but way back in there, I did uh, possibly irreparable damage. Uh, to my feet um, from like running or something yeah yeah oh. although i hate for this to turn into an anti-running um bit but yeah i went from soft shoes which were stolen to my old crap shoes that i was running in before mm. and went on a long run and then destroyed my feet oh yeah this is like a year and a half ago so i can't i can't uh can't run not meant to walk so the podiatrist says swim and i say covid yeah you know um so covid can't swim yeah right (laughs) don't you know nothing right it's a droplet (laughs) not a body of water but yeah now so i can go to the pool i can go to gyms and uh i can swim in a sense so i learned to swim uh by just watching people (laughs) because i can't i was taught by mormons um oh right they just chuck you in the water and and you start kicking yeah, exactly. or you drowned. Right, right. <laughs> right. But my uh my parents uh you know, to my parents I'm irreplaceable. Mm. You know, so I didn't yeah. they didn't keep me in there very long and I never learned how to swim and I have like a lifelong hydrophobia. Oh from okay. experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I would I would freak out if I got water on my face like into my like, yeah. <laughs> like early twenties maybe. Oh man. Yeah, terrible. So um I now as a comfortable 40 year old when it came time to swim you know i i i went and found all the kit right and you got, some, uh, you got yourself some trunks i'm using the same trunks i uh i ran in <laughs> in high school whoa so they're like vintage <laughs> trunks <laughs> they're uh they're not they're not entirely appropriate for uh even the men's locker room really like your junk's all hanging out <laughs> people, people are like who is this guy are you new yeah well, they have they have like a bear <laughs> They have like barely functional netting inside. Oh, uh, they're all torn up. It it does look like uh, you know '90s music video. <laughs> you could you could get new swim trunks. They still make them. Mm, yeah, yeah. So when I when I turned to you know make like you know buy kit for swimming, I didn't think of that. I just thought immediately like what electronics are there. Oh, um, 
Oh, and interesting. I found a picture of Michael Phelps, a famous swimmer. Yeah, I've heard of him. He's with from the Subway commercials. He <laughs> swims for Subway or something. Right, that guy from my soy milk uh, carton. Yeah, that's right. He uh, he was wearing um, swimming headphones. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they make those? They make those. Huh. And all the commentary, and this is where I thought you might appreciate um, this, all the commentary was like, if only they had these when I was in high school swimming, all the you know endless hours I oh, spent God, yeah. going back and I was a swimmer, so it's like you... The thing with swimming is you can't hear anyone really cheering for you. You, you can't hear your coach. You when you're swimming, you can't even really see your opponents. So it's very lonely. You're just you're just in the water. Yeah, yeah. you're so, utterly alone. Yeah, I mean, we used to like do uh, drills where we just swim on the bottom of the pool, so all you can see is the stripe on the on the floor of the pool, and that's it. That's all, and then you just. You're just going back and forth without breathing underwater for, I don't know, you know, hours at a time. Not hours. Hours at a time. Yeah. And so to me, this is like also a, like a deadly environment because yeah. I'm like, I can't swim well and I'm still like essentially uncomfortable Yeah. being around water, but uh, it's my only choice. So I bought, I bought these headphones for swimming and they, they use some kind of bone vibration. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> this so seems, they this just sounds made up. Yeah, they just rest on your temple. I don't believe I, you. No, I should have brought them out. They're blue, so you can tell they're for the water. Huh. Uh, the trick with them is that they work much better under the water. So when you come out, I do breaststroke because they're uh-huh. very clearly defined breathing. Yeah, yeah. Sections because uh-huh. you know once I panic, I can come up and then I go down. I panic, I come back. And I do that for <laughs> half an hour. Yeah. And you know, so I go under, and it's like it blares and i come back up and i can't really hear it because <laughs> huh and uh in that time i've been enjoying a little bit of uh historical uh a volume oh yeah um, i don't know what your moniker was at the time e-volume e-volume i used to make beats right yeah and i've had these buried in my computer whoa like, you know it's folders inside a folder inside a folder for you know 20 years now or whatever and so you you mentioned and I was like, maybe I have it on my phone. And it turns out that I uploaded it to my streaming music service years ago. Right, in case anybody would. <laughs> and, and so I actually have it on here. Should I just hit play? Yeah, go for it. Check it out. So I was like a experimental electronic musician i guess yeah so this song is called blip hop it's all sampling i didn't have a keyboard at the time when i made this stuff so it was all sampling and uh, i didn't know that copy you know pasting copy and paste (laughs) yeah well actually i don't know that uh that little organ line i probably pulled off a record i did have a turntable i yeah i thought you were plucking these out no, not then. I mean, more recent music I did, I have a keyboard, but back then I didn't have any. The only way to make sounds was to uh, sample it off of vinyl. And then I had, you know, like, beat libraries. So this is a pretty, you know, sweet line to, uh, to swim to, at least uh, if you're coming up really? out of water. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine what it sounds like underwater. <laughs> That was awesome. I know I, these songs really well. Really? Because I haven't actually listened to this in like a really long time. But. The third one on here, um, I love that uh, bass line. 
Yeah. The baseline is a sample, and I just pitch shifted it, I think. And then I did have a, I had software called Fruity Loops, which is like, a, I think you can still get Fruity Loops. So back then, they had like a, some built-in synthesizers you could push buttons and make beat patterns and stuff. So I don't remember what this sound came from. <laughs> My only favorite reference to this is the DC board. Um, knowing how they like were a three copyright. For me, it didn't matter because nobody was ever going to hear it. Right. So. That's how I feel about <laughs> so. taking 750 screenshots of it. Right, yeah. So take our liberties. Should I turn this down? You don't have to do a whole. Oh, no, no. Um, no, it's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. It's, um, so then being extremely late to the cultural party like I always am, um, I grabbed uh, FX Twin, too. Oh, awesome. Because you've only been telling me about that for the last 20 years. Oh, that's, uh, that's one of my all-time favorite albums. Yeah, it's awesome. I care because you do. It's so good. Yeah, it is also awesome for swimming. I like yours a little better, but it really? might just, it might <laughs> oh just be gosh. the familiarity because uh, I have been listening to it every once in a while. Well, this forever. this album I care because you do has like one of my all time favorite songs of any song ever. It's uh, Alberto Balsam. Is, uh, that's like the yeah. first Aphex Twin song I ever heard. Is that the one with the uh, video you showed me? Probably. Uh, a I don't think that ago. one has a video. Ah, yeah. Um, yeah, he does have some pretty wild videos too. Yeah, I love his face. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. He he actually just put an album out a couple of years ago too. But yeah, so that's been my uh, my media habit lately is uh, breaststroke and uh, your uh, your old electronica. Oh, well, I'm flattered. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been pretty sweet. So this is uh, ostensibly Neon Podcast Evangelion. Neon Podcast Evangelion coming back after quite a hiatus. I'm gonna hit some theme music here. Oh, there we go. A little refresher. A palette yeah. cleanse. There we go. <laughs> Everyone's favorite theme song. I have no idea how our voices are level-wise compared to the music. Yeah, it turns red on the uh, meters as soon as it goes on. No, it looks pretty good. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, it's not blasting it too much. Yeah, I'm going to move it into the background. This is my technical expertise. It's like, it's like uh, falling off a bike. You just... <laughs> remember you never forget how to what's the saying <laughs> no I, I rely on that i this podcast uh, effort came with a uh, with a built-in technician and steve here uh, <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> but due to your past of a uh, twiddling knob so uh, when, that we went into when's the last time we did a we did a podcast of neon podcast on a plug cast i gotta remember <laughs> oh our, yeah we our, have our, our uh, nomenclature back it had to be in like the spring now, this isn't unprecedented because I think we took a hiatus last summer, too. Yeah. Um, I hesitate to just declare this a thing, but we certainly did this last summer, too. Let me pull it up here on um, SoundCloud. Our last episode, episode 12, six months ago. <laughs> so that's not a summer off. How much? When? Six months ago. March. Oh, okay. So it was the spring. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, we got we got to, uh, we we always aim to continue yeah. on anyway. But we got especially psyched uh, with the uh, release of uh, Evangelion three point zero plus one point zero. Yeah, 
yeah um, which we uh we both saw of course a while ago yeah and actually we've gotten together a couple of times with the intent to record <laughs> right. but it's sort of like didn't we weren't didn't have the the it wasn't it was like the will to yeah. do it to like yeah. set the stuff up yeah it felt easier to uh just watch a movie which of course it was yeah and that was rewarding so we watched like what a john wick or something <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I think I made uh, I made us watch the Groundhog's Day. Um, oh, that's right. Live, die, repeat. Right, which wasn't as good as I remembered it. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, but this is Neon Podcast Evangelion. Um, My name is Steve. This is Michael, and uh, this is Neon Podcast <laughs> Evangelion. <laughs> right. Oh, scroll down on the script. <laughs> um, this is episode nine. Mind matching moment. This is, we say this every time, but this one is a fan favorite. Oh, this is fantastic. I um, I think it initially on first, on first blush, the shtick of it, the two pilots like training into unison is a little, it's a little hokey at first blush, yeah. but I do like it a lot. And I like it a lot more actually going through it yeah. shot by shot um, like I did earlier today. Um, I came to really appreciate how rapid fire well executed that that sequence is at the end where they they're actually fighting to to music yeah it's pretty awesome um the pace picks up like three or four fold from the rest of the episode ah and it must have been a bear to animate and they're kind of like doing it to the to the rhythm of the music so and i think it might be is it the only fight scene in in one of these where there's no there's no sound effects it's just music it kind of harkens forward (laughs) to what they do for the uh for the ova yeah where, where um ano or whoever came up with it starts treating us to like the the children's orchestras you know over the climactic right. sequence type stuff it's pretty sweet um and it's got it's a big asuka episode too which means it's got to be a favorite of mine um so we'll uh we'll cover that episode of evangelion um we like to do the first half um we have a bunch of screenshots and i have an idea Oh, good. What, I love ideas. Well, once Steve uh, came up with this problem with the screenshots, it's been unable, it's been impossible for me to kind of overlook that <laughs> this is a audio medium. <laughs> they were gushing over these awesome pictures and yeah. nobody can see what we're looking at. <laughs> we spent like 20, upwards of 30 <laughs> minutes going over these screenshots, uh, much to the chagrin of whoever's listening. Yeah. So... As an experiment um, for this episode, we can try this out. I found a uh, screen recorder app, Oh, which I thought I can turn on when we do the screenshot portion. Oh, okay. You kind of see where I'm going with yeah, this. Yeah, okay. And I can plant our whole thing on YouTube. Ah. In addition to our existing audio mediums, I can edit the MPEG or MP4 nowadays to probably black screen or whatever except for this chunk or maybe i would just put in the screenshot chunk on youtube so oh, i see the avid listener could then tune in to watch the screenshots do do we have an avid listener <laughs> <laughs> well it is an old bit that we uh we used to we used to relish quite a lot that we got away from a little bit but state of the podcast i mean it has been six months off yeah yeah it might be worth and a... we did get like a review did we ever <laughs> we did Oh man, we should do that too. Yeah, maybe that, we can um, maybe we can talk about that um, <laughs> uh, during the news or something. Yeah, I, I can't okay. remember if we already talked about no, it. No, we didn't. Oh, uh, we've okay. been because it's been six months. Yeah, um, let's cue that up for later. So we do, uh, we do for avid listeners. Um, 
know that we've been waiting a long time for a comment or our, two. Our core listeners. Our core listeners. Yeah. No. So. <laughs> and we do have one. The, o- um, the OG Neon Podcast yeah. uh, Evangelion. Yeah, who's been Maybe list- we need a name. We need to name our fans. Some like <laughs> some like high profile shows the fans oh, have yeah. a name. Or, yeah. or like the Seahawks, you know, the fans are the twelves. And if you watch like uh I don't know, if you watch Harry Potter, is there a thing? Potterheads. <laughs> Potterheads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would really get our fan base. We need we need to come up if if you're our if you up. are our fan base and you're listening right, right. now and I didn't just yeah. uh blow out the, your your <laughs> He uh, also pointed like a straight finger at the yeah, mic if when it's he said you, that. If it's you, if it's you, you can in your chest. Maybe you want to want to put some input into what you should be called. Yeah, what do you call yourself when you refer to yourself as a fan to your friends? Yeah. Um, you might, yeah, you're telling them that you listen to this podcast and everyone who listens to it and is a true fan is called a, yeah, you have to fill in the blank. Yeah. Cause I've, <laughs> I'm coming up with nothing. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so we'll, yeah, we'll cue that up for later on. I have the, uh, the episode stats fresh off the grill here. So this is, uh, they said episode nine of neon, uh, of Evangelion. Uh, the Japanese title, Mind Matching Moment. And I can't read those kanji. So I, I played a little... Um, you can't read the kanji. I can I read the middle one. I wanted to promote your, uh, your Japanese skills, so I blacked out the transcription. Oh, okay. Um, so I thought it would be... If we get it a little closer, the second one is kokoro, which is heart. The first one has... I don't know. I don't know those ones. Here, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just unghost them. Uh, shunkan kokoro kasanate. That's about right. Kasanete. Mind matching moment. Yeah. I don't know those words yet. Yeah. Brain, heart, time. Shunkan. Yeah. Shunkan kokoro kasanete. 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 I'm going to say both titles that we can read are pretty good for this one. Mind matching. Mind comma. Matching comma. Moment comma. What does that title mean? Well... Very, we're gonna find out. Very poetic, isn't it? And I like both of you dance like you want to win, just for it being an exclamation. Mm. The director is uh, C.A.G. Mizushima. That's about right. Yeah, he um, in the Wikipedia entry for the episodes, he only directed this episode. On his personal Wikipedia page, he possibly directed three episodes, three Mm. or four episodes. This and the next several. So, so the, he goes in there and he edits his own page to <laughs> add, add a few. <laughs> the world may never know. <laughs> the perfect crime. Uh, write, written, like most, by Hideaki Anno, our Artur, and then Akio Satsukawa, who is a frequent writer um, for this show. I couldn't find anything else about him in the 10 seconds I looked. Aired one week after the previous episode, November 29th, 1995. Initial thoughts on the episode, or perhaps impressions from the first time that you saw it. You can remember there's, that. There's no way I can remember the first time I saw it. <laughs> Which but, I think is also um, what you always say. Yeah, but initial <laughs> thoughts. I I think this was, I think this is the first time you really get to see Shinji and Asuka interact domestically, <laughs> and it really <laughs> flushes out their characters. This is sort of the Yomoshos have a will they won't they arc. Right, and this has this show has more of a will they won't they moment. Yeah, um, just from our well, my anyway frequently discussed uh, Shinji's just 
you know, pig-headedness. Um, There's some like revelations in the new movie though about Asuka and how she is actually feeling about Shinji. Um, right. Yeah. Coming yeah. up, maybe not in this episode directly, but in the new movie, she mentioned something about, and we can get into that later too. But mm. um, something about the first time he made her a lunch that the lunchbox, the bento, which is a moment from the films, from yeah. the rebuild films. I don't think they. Oh, that, does does he not make cook them yeah. food in the show? <laughs> that, that was a whole sequence from I think just the second film yeah. that they added in. The, the kind of like lunch competition that Ray and Asuka yeah, have yeah. for Shinji. But yeah. but there's a reveal um at an end of Evangelion or is it just actually I think it might be episode twenty five, twenty six where we're doing in, the instrumentality of Asuka mm. where she, um, just like all the characters, kind of have their big their big psychological like breakdowns. Um right. and she has the big reveal, which we'll we'll get into uh, in closer analysis about like the the uh, the will they won't they moment from this from right. this episode here. So don't pay attention to anything I say because clearly I can't <laughs> tell the difference between the movies and the show. No, yeah, podcast <laughs> benefits memory. from perspectives. Yeah, <laughs> Mike's queuing it up. It's episode nine. This oh, this is on the platinum edition though, not the Netflix version. Does it change it at all? Uh, just the translation. I am proud to be presenting the Platinum Edition. Our avid listeners heard all this before, but anytime I can uh, go for the translations in this one, and of course using my like 15-year-old discs. Three, two, one, go. Best intro in the business. You just have to listen to it. It's so good. <laughs> the... Do you ever notice it seems like the title card is a little bit crooked? <laughs> Does that ever it bugs me? <laughs> have you noticed it before or is this the first I think time? I notice it every time but I haven't called okay, it out yeah. yet. Cuz this is on a uh, TV I installed myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I'm saying like I think I notice it even on my projector at home but early on uh, in my Evangelion fandom and I might have mentioned this before cuz it's been 6 months but I thought I'll I should memorize this intro in Japanese. Utterly impossible. <laughs> I could I could probably do it now. You could now, yeah, after, um, what are you, on like 550 500 days? And, yeah, of... 573 <laughs> days of Duolingo. I've also been doing a Wani Kani, which is an online oh. kanji study. So I'm learning to read Japanese. Oh, man. So I'm going to get this out really quick before the episode starts proper. You did like 2,000 XP yeah. <laughs> of Japanese Well, so I was trying to get number one in the Diamond League. Is <laughs> like 10 hours? No, it's just kind of all day, and there's kind of ways to game the system in Duolingo. Um, yeah. I'll have to teach you my tricks, but here we go. Okay, <laughs> so we start with uh, several shots of Asuka here. They're 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 playing up what a babe she is. Uh, this is <laughs> this is so this now, is a pretty problematic uh, scene here we're, too. We're gonna get into it right away because oh, yeah. <laughs> So not were, only are they selling, like, he's he taking pictures, but he's selling pictures. So he is 100% taking, and we can't 100% conclude selling those pictures, those locker room pictures he took through the window. That's true. We but probably. Sure. Probably, Probably, yeah. Kensuke. I guess it was the 90s, and people didn't, I mean, R. Kelly was around in the 90s. <laughs> so... Big anyway, this is, fan. This is pretty. Right. This is pretty <laughs> rough by today's standards, and um, there'd be more outrage if this was a new show for sure. It would be outrage, but I think that um, 
and a topic we may visit later in the episode, I could see my 14-year-old colleagues doing that. Yeah, that's like, a good point. They shouldn't be doing it. 14-year-olds, 14-year-olds would do that. Could do that. But adults would. made this cartoon. But yeah. <laughs> so this is a thought question um, I had watching this. Um, Asuka is Caucasian. Yeah. Half Caucasian. Yeah. She's, she's definitely a lighter hue than everybody except for Ray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like bragging to Ray. You know, Ray looks even maybe a little bit perturbed here. She she definitely frowns yeah. um in irritation. There's she like she's reading and then she shifts her book to get out of Asuka's shadow. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's puts a good her, one. Asuka puts her shadow back in the book. Yeah. She yeah. wouldn't have moved except for to put her shadow back in the book. It's great. So we're shifting scenes here. Uh um Kaji and Ritsuko. Kaji uh doing his playful come on to Ritsuko. So again, here HR would be like, this is inappropriate <laughs> for a workplace setting. But it also here implies that Ritsuko and Kaji clearly have a relationship. Like they know each other well enough that he could do this and she wouldn't go to HR. I think they both outrank HR anyway. And maybe they dated at one point? I don't think so. I think, I think, well, I think, I think your first take is, is right. Um, the three that, of them knew each other in college. and I don't think Ritsuko minds yeah. you know, Kaji, um, yeah. Kaji flirting uh, heavily with her there. Um, now we have uh, interrupting our, our uh, romance action. We have Angel Alert. Tight blue in our first flash card here. Mm-hmm. And here's Iriel, Iruel from, or <laughs> which is the big box. Yeah, the giant geometry, the giant geometrical shape. Or this, the one in um, the angel in this episode is Ish Israel or something. Israel, oh, good. Yeah. I don't have that memorized. I looked, no, that's I looked it up earlier today. It's an angel sounding name. That's, that's, <laughs> that's impressive on its own. They're, they're doing what they think is going to be a routine sortie to, yeah. uh, to dispatch of this angel here. And it's kind of, well, it's, I mean, it's the second time seeing Asuka in action, but it's the first um, kind of prepared prepared uh, sortie that she's going to be in here. And they do the awesome launch from the sky, yeah, that's launch from really the bomber cool. of the Evangelions. I like the little, the little uh, contrail that comes off when they release from the plane there. Oh, it's so cool. I mean, how can you transport Evangelion across the These... land anyway without it? Because you can't just walk. It's going to destroy everything. Yeah, and you only got like five minutes uh, when right. you unplug it or whatever. It's going to smash its way through the city and like leave like a new river trail <laughs> through the forest. <laughs> so the frightening angel emerges. Asuka kind of takes against advice here, which doesn't come up later. But she they're meant to attack in unison, but she yeah. just charges in as per her nature. You know, I just noticed as we're watching it in English. I know. I wasn't going to bring it up because I'm ashamed, but I don't want to pause it to change it. <laughs> And plus, I, I do have the, in the screenshots, I have the uh, the Platinum Edition. No, it's the Netflix captions. Oh, well. But I do have the captions. It's all right. I can't really hear it with these headphones on. Yeah. So, oh. Asuka does an awesome leaping smash attack. And, and Shinji's impressed. He's like, wow. Yeah, Shinji is. <laughs> oh, then they're like, wait a minute. He has the most basic um, response to anything exciting. He's always like, oh, wow. <laughs> I love like the second eye. Oh no! Face emerges. Yeah, and then we have like this 
this cut to yeah. the aftermath. Which they kind of do this uh, earlier in the show. Remember the first time Shinji, like, he he wakes up uh, unfamiliar ceilings and oh, right. he didn't get to see right. his fight. <laughs> in this one, they're not even going to show us. No. They just kind of, it's more effective to show us how embarrassing their, um, yeah. their defeat was. And this kind of sets up the joke for the end of the episode too. Right. Oh, Ava loves a callback. This is a pretty neat effect. The light trail, uh, shadow trail off oh, of that them. That is cool. Yeah. I think these kinds of things they do with computers now, but they were they were hand drawing these in 1995. Oh, so yeah. it's so like smudging these. Yeah, or some something. kind of technique cool. somebody came up with. So they're they're kind of uh, they're acting out of turn here, you know, standing up and being prats to each other with right. Fiyutsuki in the room. And then they they just said like, oh, they they dropped an N2 mine on it and. Yeah. Uh, basically slowed it down but they know oh, they've yeah. got uh, you know a day or something they did the 15 uh, the, hours no no that's what time it is the third angel trick where they can stun it for a bit with yeah like a non-nuclear <laughs> even like uh the rescue is like a, one of those flotation donuts <laughs> so embarrassing yeah like and like uh Fiyutsuki's oh. <laughs> embarrassed too he's disgusting he's, you know <laughs> this just... proper older man <laughs> yeah. uh and look how he has a he has an escape elevator even in this conference room. Right. Like Gendo and Fuski, they never get around except for like, like, <laughs> you know, essentially elevator teleport anywhere they want yeah. to go. And what is this paperwork she has to do? So they say that as the lead of the operation that failed, she has to do all the, oh, you know, right. kind of like apology and cost paperwork. Right. And all the complaints from, you know, everyone that was massively disappointed. Yeah. This is a sweet scene here of their friendship um ritsuko and um misato Misato, thank you uh it's just kind of cheerful in the face of total adversity sort of thing that misato is really good at and ritsuko for once must be relaxed because she's she's kind of playing along playing into it and then a nice little turn here when she presents the the disc of secret info that kaji provided which i don't think we ever learned what it is and yeah misato kind of grins at it and then they say something earlier like she's like why are you still here and he says something kind of cagey like i'm i'm on loan or something yeah yeah he, he walks down that hallway and there's like bras on everything and... <laughs> which is normal for misato's yeah. apartment <laughs> <laughs> that's standard and then uh asuka appears asuka strikes I like her just like victory sassiness here. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. You're out. I'm in. Do you think that she is upset with having to room with Shinji? Well, she doesn't know yet. Well, when she is. When when she does. Is she upset just out of a sense of propriety? Like like her her big response is like, boys and girls shouldn't live together. Is that why she's upset? (laughs) There's Misato. Uh, Or does she really just want the space for herself? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's more the. It's like <laughs> it's she's like, the best one, is... and she should get special treatment and shown respect. And she has to live with this doofus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Gendo's son. Does she always kind of say like he didn't earn his spot? Right. Like right. She did. Which is her her whole background and her whole thing. She's the the uh, the master pilot and the you know like the heavily trained child genius person. She worked for it. <laughs> She's got like angry cat energy right there. She leans across the table. 
Now, I got to say, I was going to bring it up later, but sad Asuka faces are very affecting. <laughs> whenever, whenever Asuka is like disappointed. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm married to a redhead. Um, <laughs> that, I, <laughs> that I hate to see sad. There's the title card. Oh, okay. So let's so, pause it. All right. Awesome. So um, first time listener uh, might note that it's hard for us to really cover the episode very well when we're watching it live, but we do it so we can uh, get the uh, excitement. Um, although that episode leads with a lot of setup and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a super exciting first half listen. Um, so now uh, to do kind of like the finer analysis, um, I'll say I've gotten quite good at getting these screenshots. I used to have to like pause and take the shot and whatnot and everything, but oh. now I can pretty much just like slam the screen print screen button continuously while I'm huh. watching the episode. So I can I, I can get my whole <clears throat> bank of screenshots in the same amount of time it takes me just to watch the episode for the show. Oh, that's um, good. So when I say I took 750 screenshots <laughs> for this episode, <laughs> it wasn't that much trouble. I think they're a lot of fun just to look at, though, and. For me, going over them really enhances my understanding of the the parody, P-A-R-I-T-Y, mm-hmm. the parody that is inherent in Evangelion episodes, uh, where they're always doing their callbacks and call forwards and showing you, telling you something and showing you, or like doing something and then doing the opposite immediately afterwards. Right. Perhaps on the other half of the screen, things like that. Not the avid so. listener will have to quickly go to youtube and watch this before the censors take it down <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm curious about what kind of life it'll have because yeah you're right actually youtube is a much bigger venue and evangelion is still remotely popular right now so ostensibly i don't want to get ahead of myself here but somebody talking over an entire episode's worth of clips might actually be interesting and taken down very rapidly I wonder. We shall see. Oh, I'm very excited about this. Okay. So this so. first shot here is is Asuka at, I guess, her first day at school. Yeah, they have. Well, yeah, maybe, she, maybe she's been going for a little bit because there's already a buzz about her. Mm. She's, um, she is the, uh, she's the main attraction on campus right now. Um, I'd like to point out the, the woman, um, two people... To her right, uh huh. Um, so I can't stop looking at her face. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the they're out of they're out of fo- like out of frame, sort of or out of focus. So yeah, they're not drawn very detailed. Yeah, this that's that's another part of going through these and who's this, like this? Who's this like tall, handsome dude? That, yeah, that's that's like uh, he's like six feet tall, right next to her. Who's kind of like walking behind her within like you know. <laughs> the other getting a very clear shot of her hair. I guess some of the other boys have like genuinely sad faces, except for this dude with his tongue out. Yeah, that guy's licking his lips. <laughs> look so. at look at his like weird vacant eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Here we go. Uh, so it's a series of shots just showing how immensely popular Asuka is, um, and then kind of reveling in her her foreignness and um exoticness and see like check check the hue of her face i guess basically, oh yeah compared she's, to everyone else. she's a little paler so she's yeah. definitely uh 
uh, guy gene. I I think like canonically, I'm I think my understanding is that she's half Japanese, right? Huh. Soryu Langley. Oh, Soryu is Japanese. We'll have to get halfway into the series, but I think like her mother was from Nerve, and her father was a doctor, something mm. like that. File under things I should know, but um, but I mean that doesn't necessarily. Only her last name really gives you the like. Oh, she's probably Japanese in in some way, but she's definitely lighter skinned. Okay, I've established that. Um, and <laughs> yeah, and so then this is Kensuke's. Um, uh, He's practicing kanji, and that's the symbol for uh, correct. It's the same symbol over and over. He's practicing. Oh, awesome. I didn't even notice that they were all the same. This is this is his page. I thought this was order an order sheet for photos. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So it has the like the the heart. Maybe it's maybe some kind of counting system. Oh, like did they pay him? I don't know. Like, it's interesting cuz it's like some of the symbols are only partially drawn, but it's the same symbol. It's the symbol for correct. Can you get the outline stuff on the top there? Um the underlined stuff. Yeah, let's see. Say, I don't know the middle one. Eh, not good enough. Oh, another another five hundred days. Omoshi. Maybe that says. Uh, that might be just sashin, which is the word for photograph. Life photo. Yeah, I, I bet it. Uh, yeah, I bet it's the photographs. That's awesome. Um, he's got it sort of hidden in his schoolwork, which I thought was kind of clever. <laughs> It's like the old like fold the comic and kind of the... problematic that he's he's <laughs> selling photos that he's taken clandestine photos he's taken of this girl right and so here we go and and, now... <laughs> and there's this voiceover the whole time over this sequence yeah of just I think it's just random people commenting about Asuka and it goes from it kind of vacillates between like wow she's she's foreign she's exciting and like oh yeah. she's cute oh she's so hot um. Yeah, and then the the sequence here with um, like a photo through the bushes. Yeah, the women's locker room has, I guess it's a locker room, just has a window that's open. Yeah, and they're <laughs> like, like voyeur, voyeuristically peering in with a camera. Yeah, this is yeah. Uh, uh, she grew um, up overseas, <laughs> right? I wonder if she um matured early. Which sounds like some sort of again like exotic like oh don't Europeans have big chests? <laughs> Which I guess yeah maybe compared to Japanese. And right, again, I if you're a fourteen-year-old boy, these are the conversations right. you would have. You're so. like, well, she's new and interesting. She's gonna be busty. Um, I bet she went through a rough breakup back in Germany. Yeah. So and that, yeah, now they're all fantasizing that maybe she's looking for a new boyfriend. Right. And her locker here is full of love letters. And then we see Asuka's uh, nature. Stomp. She stomps on the love letters. Oh. Check this out. Her shoe says to a Asuka. Must be because. Does she get a? Is it? Did she write? Oh. So she, they write their name on the shoe so you don't get it mixed up with other kids. Okay, you take maybe? them off maybe when you go into yeah. the classroom and they all look the same. And 2A might be the class. It's not like she has her own sneaker. She's not like Steph Curry or Michael Jordan. That's great. <laughs> A lot of just just kind of glamour shots of Asuka. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they had just a real lineup of... Uh, look of... at the sour faces on the other girls. <laughs> like, yeah. Bunch of haters. Yeah, this is great. 
Um, <laughs> these are well drawn. Like yeah. all their faces are different and uh, irritated in their own way. Okay, so Kensuke is a clever fellow, and he's um, he's <laughs> recruited bad. his friend into the business here. Too bad her personality doesn't show up in these pictures. Ah, because they ran into her um, on their Navy adventure in the last episode. That's right, yeah. Especially uh, to, uh, Suzuhara. Um, I can't remember now if it was the movie or the show, but doesn't she like... Oh, it, they do it in both. And it's, um, he like drops his pants in front of her. I think in the... Sh- <laughs> I know in the show, at least, they do the full pants drop. I was wondering if these... She these... also steps on his hat, I think. Yeah, slaps his face. Yeah. I w- was wondering if these negatives have interesting images in them. Honestly, though, that's nothing wrong with her personality. These are the, <laughs> <laughs> these are the guys that are like yeah, uh, invading her privacy. It's a lot. Yeah, she does have, she does have that like... Uh, issue of a strong woman seeking respect yeah and um instead gets getting like perverts yeah uh well 14 year old boys especially in the 90s it's a tough gig it's a tough gig being a different a time back then <laughs> guten morgen um it's a lot of fun guten morgen <laughs> i like hearing asuka speak german she does it a couple of times oh it's a lot right? of fun Right, yeah, yeah in, the, in the Ava especially, where she just slips into it. But um, also you can really tell that it's a Japanese actor actor speaking German with a Japanese accent. <laughs> Even though I can't speak German or Japanese. But Oh, that's awesome. I never picked it up. <laughs> but, but there's it's like an accented... Uh, it's like when Mari, Mari Makanami is talking, she's definitely a Japanese person speaking in English and has a has a heavy japanese accent they have that in one of the movies too where it's like oh the american contingent and it's yeah. like oh, you really should have gotten americans <laughs> yeah. yeah i even live with a german and i didn't pick that up at all of course because i know no japanese besides what <laughs> evangelians taught me um asuka's doing a bit here which i think that it just fits directly into her worldview of like she's probably prepping herself up before heading to the school and being like if anyone even talks to me, like it's their privilege. Mm. Um, and so Shinji, of course, of course, her plans are all just like come to naught because, oh, yeah, she just runs into Shinji and tries her whole thing on him. And he's just a dope. Um, <laughs> she flicks his nose. Yeah. <laughs> you, sh- you should be happy I even talked to you. And now she's got an agenda, too, which she must have, um, of course, planned, you know, last night or right. a month ahead of time. Like she's going to kind of like find and conquer ray now look at the the gallery of people just hanging out the guy leaning over the rail mm-hmm. here just kind of watching <laughs> she's she's like the new thing at school so everybody's really interested i yeah. guess yeah like even her just talking to shinji who probably has some notoriety too but we're never really given to i think think that anyone really cares about shinji after they get after over yeah. him being the pilot i wonder are they on campus? Because they're on some kind of bridge. It almost looks like it's going over a road. Maybe it's like across the street. From or right after you're right. school. What Maybe it's right these? after school and they're oh, kind yeah. of like milling about in the neighborhood. The initial shot of just a bunch of students walking could, been, could be the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And actually, what is now what is Ray looking at in this book? Now, it's in, it's in German. 
Oh, it's in German. It looks like maybe genetics. I like the idea that, of course, Ray can just comprehend any communication that's put at her because she's <laughs> like she, like she probably doesn't exactly, you know, perceive language as language. I don't know. I'm getting I'm getting into Ray philosophy <laughs> field here, but like, of course, she's just reading like a German. Um, is is it because physics of Asuka being German? Is it a coincidence that she's reading something German? It looks like genetics to me. That looks like a plasmid. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's um, and those are uh, amino acids. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Glycine. Yeah. Arginine. Yep. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. So here, Asuka like stands in her shadow, which could be a mistake. So, Ray moves her book. Asuka readjusts her shadow to appear in it uh, which i didn't quite catch there um so then she kind of goes into this whole speech where she introduces herself and says let's be friends um <laughs> it's funny she has to stand on that planner box for her shadow to go onto the book <laughs> like it's very deliberate <laughs> she's just like it's literal shade right oh it is literal shade that's <laughs> she, awesome she's like uh asserting her dominance in the pecking order just goes and like stands up on something tall uh she does that with shinji a lot yeah (laughs) (laughs) just standing over him uh i like her the translation anyway of her response here why should we be friends it's best for everyone that way you know for various reasons like it yeah it makes sense of course we should be friends um and she just gets a full (laughs) dose of ray personality here (laughs) I'm ordered to do it, I'll do it. <laughs> Ray does not care. You're strange. I'm trying to think if at any point in the whole show Ray cares at all about Asuka. Yeah. You think of them interact like in there's the... that big elevator scene where she... yeah. Ray doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> She's Yeah, Asuka's like unloading on her right and then Yeah. And then gets even madder because You're a strange Ray one. doesn't respond. <laughs> Yeah, they they resist the opportunity, or I guess they resist the the urge for Shinji to do a spit take here. When uh, seriously, is it just weirdos that get picked as Ava pilots? <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so we have uh, Ritsuko going over data from the the previous angel. We get that shot there. You see um, pattern blue. If you yeah. go back, does it say the yeah. angel's name? Anywhere. Oh, it does. Yeah. So this is like the the mouth of the the Leviathan right. like angel coming. Pattern blue, sixth we'll angel. The, uh, the bits, and uh, I like this. She has a moment. She's just enjoying um, enjoying her work, and then a man comes up and uh, gropes her from behind. <laughs> but she immediately knows who it is. Right. It's probably all, the only person. Um, I mean, besides uh, some other weirdo right. um, that would do that. Um, and, and the first thing he says <laughs> is, you've lost some weight. Kaji's game is, you've lost some weight. Yeah. Player. Yeah, and then he goes right into the uh, the the lines here. You're in love, but it will end in tears. Which, of course, is prophetic. Um, and he uh, comments on her... Um, her mole. Her Marilyn Monroe there. Yeah. The mole along where tears flow. He does like a cheek tickle, um, chin pull there. It's you know real Lothario. That's a pretty good move. I really like that Ritsko is here for it. Yeah. It's like hey, 
what else do I have going on? Yeah. <laughs> That's. I also like that Kaji's like unshaven. Oh yeah, the He's perpetual. Got, like a little <laughs> bit scraggly. The hair this face. Is those rugged good looks. The ponytail. Yeah, I bet his uh, face doesn't itch all the time like mine does. <laughs> I was in Alaska. Uh, the last couple of weeks oh right yeah that's where i got this thing um let's see uh because there's a mean lady looking at us yeah got uh masada steaming up the glass really sweating it up <laughs> and then they they just kind of go right into professional because it yeah the the way they play this whole thing like it really ain't no thing um, they go back a long way and she, even she, misato is she's mad but it's not like she's gonna yeah, she never break up with him. Accuses just, Ritsuko. Yeah. yeah. It's like In fact, they're not even are they even really officially dating or anything at this point? I don't think so. Uh Misato and 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 uh Kaji. Well, Kaji has just he's flown in just super hot. I think he yeah. takes it as given that he's irresistible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I mean basically <laughs> turns out to be true. Yeah. Um for Misato. We'll get. I'll, I'll put a pin in it for a moment. Um, do, do, yeah. So yeah. She. Hey. Why are you still here? Um, so Kaj. Yeah. You know. It's with yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm here. We're gonna have fun. Yeah. Just like old times. I like his uh, smiley anime face here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is this is kind of fun because she picks out. It's like the uh, I don't know Freudian slip or whatever. She picks out of his statement. Like the together part, it's like together with you, right? Um, yeah. And then we get the angel attack. Yep. Condition yellow. Angel attack. Serious face on Kaji here. Serious frown. Um, okay, so they uh, they have wavelength blue. Oh, they have a, yeah, a big folded protein there. Yeah. Blood. Were they like testing? particles from the ocean that it was putting on oh maybe yeah that's kind of cool <laughs> um right so battle stations oh right so we have a uh, untranslated kanji yeah that's the moment her moment oh from, heart. from the title yeah nice uh so they um they give us a unnecessary but welcome um kind of flashback to they're still like seems like they have made barely any headway in dismantling the previous angel. Right. Um shape which Ritsuko brings up later, like, hey, you should be fighting in Tokyo three where we have our whole like fortress. Um, but they can't do that because they have a they have an angel there already being dismantled. Um so they're rolling out the uh the troops. They say, um, we can't do anything. Um, in Tokyo, and we're just going to hit it when they come ashore. And they got the two pilots. I like um, Asuka's kind of brooding over like, I sh they should just send me out. I should be able to stomp this thing. It's going to be awesome. Right. Utterly confident. She has her kind of distressed face. <laughs> and Shinji's just like, hey, this this might be fun. <laughs> <laughs> such a dolt. Yeah. They do this uh, at the end of the episode, too, of like, reacting as if the person over the phone or camera is there in the room with you right like backing away from yeah the relative yeah. image I, taking I, advantage I of the it's like in it's like in the brady bunch when they're all looking up and 
left and right at each oh, other. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Henceforth, we'll call this uh, Ava Brady Bunch. <laughs> As if it's like Hollywood Squares and they're actually in a little square above you. And she's lamenting here what a what a dopey is. It's like, ah, like... Um, okay, so I, I just always have to get as many shots as I can of launching out of the bomber here. Just so cool. And they both hit the ground. Cloud of smoke, skid. Asuka super confident. Two on one. This isn't even fair. Ah, two on one, you say. Yeah. Um, we don't have the luxury of choice. And then we've got our, our reveal. Explodes out of the water. We got our angel insignia on there. This would be a pretty cool wallpaper. Oh, good shot of uh, Misato's cross pendant there. Yeah. In the command van. She got that from her dad, right? Yeah, that's right. At yeah. uh, at a ground zero, and ground first impact. Asuka's ready to go. Uh, I'll go first. She's pretty anxious to get out there and show off, mm-hmm. show her stuff. Because I think, did I... Sorry to go back, viewers. Yeah, I thought I thought she said um, you guys attack in unison, but maybe she didn't say it off the front. Um, so Asuka charges in. I was here first. Shinji says, <laughs> "You don't have to be so bossy." Does he mean like he's been a pilot here for longer? I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, I have some like stance here. I have I have some some seniority. So he lays down some cover fire. Pretty pretty sweet gun. Uh, I oh, think... someone was pointing out in what I was reading, Studio Fantasia used to do animation for um, Gynax. Or was it Gynax then? Oh, wow. This is a, an, an Easter egg. Yeah. So that this little, this little clip here with Asuka stepping on this and building. Crush. Crushing it. <laughs> that Studio Fantasia is a real place. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I can't think of any other references like that 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 I that I've known about in Evangelion. Yeah. Uh, besides some of the really uh, far out stuff um, in the uh, the instrumentality shots, this is just like an ex- hand drawn item exploding. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> it's a <laughs> it was, white screen. It was just with like a, red a picture in thing. between yeah. these two images. It must have looked. It must look good in the animation. Yeah, just like a flash and some <laughs> yeah. bil- a building just draw or something an burning red yeah. object. Um, so here's look at that. Asuka's bloodshot eye. She's intense, yo. Yeah, she's focused in. Oh, yeah, this is what we're here this, for. This chop. Yeah, a burly a uh, burly Ava there. Another thing that kind of occurred to me the other day: um, the way these giant robots move. In almost every other robot thing, the robot, you know, big things are, they move slowly like an elephant, you know, they're mm. heavy and they move slowly, but the Avas, they like move like people. They, yeah, yeah. They look like a dude in a suit. And so they have to show you scale some other way because they're not moving like a giant lumbering yeah. thing. They, they're they agile and, and light footed. And, and even here where she swings this spear down and chops this guy in half, you know, it's like using your whole body to swing mm. this thing at a high rate to chop it and you're right they they do essentially karate yeah when yeah. they're fighting They'll, they do like big sweeping kicks and punches and stuff yeah um you're right the animation is uh fantastic for that 
So everyone's impressed. Well, Shinji was anyway. Uh oh. Second, and then then it it kind of shifts modes. It takes away the the yin yang. Sorry, or the there. the solid it, cover, color and it goes face. to yeah. like a single face, and presumably a single face on the other. Oh, one too. I see. What you're saying, yeah, yeah. See, now we both have our own face, and we are two angels. What if what if she hadn't chopped it exactly in half? <laughs> like she just chopped off a chunk of it. Would there be a little cute little one? <laughs> like just like a leg, a <laughs> leg with a face. Yeah, no one oh, saw okay. this coming. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're right. They Misato they is like, hey, that. that's plain dirty. Yeah, she goes full anime here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then <laughs> it all goes black. And now we're in the watching the tape, yeah. watching film the next day. So they do the the Evangelion um, military style like <laughs> play by play with the times. They're both legs sticking up. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty embarrassing. How appalling. I wonder how long they were stuck in those robots upside down before they could even get them out. <laughs> That's right. I mean, are the robots still there? Yeah. Um, they're watching they video of it, or are they still out there, and they somehow <laughs> had to eject their plug? Right. Yeah. Can they both stand in front of their, their, their respective robot, right? It's a lot of fun there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It says live. 1542. Yeah, so somehow they get him out of there. There's a lot of fun effects in this scene, actually, <laughs> with the, the darkened room, the yeah. shadows here, and then sort of the um, the faded film appearance. Oh, yeah. These are drawings that they would have made earlier and then, you know, compressed Bleach down. them out a little bit. Yeah. Make it look like it's really being projected. I like this. They, uh, they say, we're going to have to redraw the map, and they show us the blast zone. Jeez. Where it's just like, <laughs> there was a city network, and now it's just rubble. I think that static on there is not meant to be like static or explosion. It's just what the landscape now looks like. It's just just rubble. We'll have to revise the maps again. Yeah, the, the bay just got 25% larger. All right. Kau and Otsu. Seventh angel, Kau and Otsu. Kau and Otsu. From near of Grand View. So it had a different name until they split it in half, right? Or Yeah. Oh, and... man. There's your Evangelion pub quiz question. <laughs> what, what is the Seventh Angel's name after it was split? Seventh Angel Otsu. Seventh Angel Kau. Kau. They lost almost precisely the same amount of mass each. Hmm. I know. Hmm. <laughs> like Kaji, who doesn't really have... He doesn't really have as much of a horse in the game here. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a little like, hey, I guess we get a second chance, rattle. huh? <laughs> Listen, you two. <laughs> um, they get dressed down by their boss's boss That's here. That's kind of funny because now Fuyutsuki is also casting a shadow oh, yeah. on the screen here between them. them, between their two shadows. Gosh, show's awesome. Yeah, and then they have the <laughs> the rescue efforts work with this jerk so they can't even uh behave themselves long enough there <laughs> i was trying to i was trying to parse this comment um because if anyone is as severe in pop culture at least uh as the yeah. japanese it's the germans why does everyone here get angry so easily and i i was thinking maybe i'm probably just making this up wholesale 
But maybe she is more of a celebrity on campus at her home base. And nobody oh, yells yeah, at her. Maybe. Like she's, you know, she's has everybody like a national cowed. hero or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something like that where it's like she's the one you don't mess with. And so she's not used to adults, you know, getting yeah. all fired up. And um, Kaji here is just kind of hanging out with the kids. <laughs> and he's always smiling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like uh he has certain things that kind of fall under his like his business. Um but otherwise he's just here for the show. I, this is great. Pretty unique shot of Misato here looking at all the paperwork. What oh is, brother. What is that? Oh, that's her that's the chair in front of her. She's yeah. she's approaching the desk and she's going to go around and sit down here. <laughs> um this is the bill from the UN. Complaints from public affairs, too. Oh, that's a bit that we, we skipped over there that was interesting. Fyutsky says, we're sending the UN in for the moment. Like, So now, instead of the, angel, uh, the Evangelion dealing with this angel, we have to send in the UN, which can't do anything, of right. course. They're just going to waste a whole bunch yeah. of you know ammunition and ships and lives trying to <laughs> delay this thing over the next you know 12 hours. Or I guess like, 10 days it's uh, it's, it's quite a while it, yeah or yeah it's several it days six days yeah before they get going again so they're they're doing this delaying action which probably <laughs> right like costs a lot of money costs a lot of money Maybe those are invoices yeah and so you know a, a per day rate for the un military right. <laughs> presented to uh to nerve um this yeah if you're going to fight do it in tokyo 3 very perceptive so this is great. She and sits down in the chair. Yeah, and she's doing Miss uh, Gendo's. She's doing posture, the Gendo Misato with her hands folded. I'll defeat that angel no matter what. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, now she's in the chair. Great. Uh, I like this. Like Fiyutsuki is furious. He'll demote you next time. Gendo's not here. He would have fired you immediately. Right. Um, and like I think I said, I don't think we necessarily find out what's on the card or you know this reminds me of back in college the going theory that we had was that the angels were coming from some some other human force like maybe they were being grown or awakened by some enemy force you know on the planet Mm -hmm. and it's just never revealed or something or even that maybe um uh zeely uh-huh. You know, was you know they 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 were awakening the angels because they needed to be defeated or prince mentality or something and and maybe that maybe that bears some some merit um but that's the best i can make i don't i don't think any of that is really true at all or <laughs> whatever that counts for in this show but that's the most sense i can make of like what's on this card or why would why would why would uh kaji have secret information about this angel like where's where's he getting it from like did he steal something from Zeely? Because yeah. that's his, that's kind of his other home, right? That well, this is this is Ryoji's have. idea also. So uh, Kaji comes up with the way to fight it too. Then oh, okay. Well, maybe it's not angel info. Maybe it's. But again, the, how would he know how you're gonna fight it? Maybe it's the he music must have track. some intel. Yeah, he's not like a. Yeah, I mean, this is Masato's wheelhouse of like being mm-hmm. a commander of of these. Also, point out that thing says Maihani. It's Japanese characters, but it's phonetic spelling. It's Maihani. Maihani. Yeah. 
My oh. honey. Yeah, and so she, she's touched. So it's English. It's not a Japanese word for my honey. It literally says my honey on it. <laughs> <laughs> but in Japanese characters. <laughs> Cute, Kaji. Uh, Shinji returns home. Long day. Got hauled out on the carpet. Got in a big fight. Uh, he's kind of enjoying talking to himself. Yeah. And there's a bunch of boxes and, oh my God, his room. Ruh-ro. And check out the uh, the German um, on the boxes. Oh, yeah. Not that I can read it. Hide. Nietzsche-Stutzen. someone knows what that means, go ahead and put it in the comments. These are all boxes of sausage. Different kinds of sausages and... And steins of beer. <laughs> Those are my things. This is a this is a fun shot because you're like, oh, is she naked? No, nope. she's just working nope. out or she's something. Yeah, she's like yeah, wearing her post post shower or workout get up. You got sacked today. Nick Stutzen as oh s Oscar l. I like the the handwritten. Yeah, it's very. And it's handwritten on an angle. Yeah. You know, it with like a coming at you dimension. Nicht. Does that mean night? Nish. That's yeah. Not. Oh not. Clyde. Not <laughs> it's not Stearson. That one's not sausage. <laughs> some some other German thing. Scheiße videos. I missed the little heart that comes off of um Asuka's head anime style here. Oh yeah. I bet she asked that when they were setting her up with Masato. It's yeah. Like, well, how about I go live with Kaji? It's like, no, this is for a specific. A yeah. Specific also, Kaji's not here for very long. He's probably staying in a hotel or something. Right. Probably or has a lot of friends. In a nerve dorm, nerve <laughs> dormitory. Could only fit half my stuff in here. Oh. Oh. The, she. She. It's no. the. It's the heart. See hard uh, door hanger that Misato set up for him. Yeah, is that his uh, his tape recorder in there too? The dat. I don't. I don't. That guy there. Oh, maybe. It's white though. It's like maybe the light on it. He goes very anime here. With his oh eyes yeah, pouring big classic. Look at that mouth. <laughs> oh man, you have to want to draw the mouth like that. <laughs> It works in a short amount of time on screen, but if you start looking at it, it looks kind of weird. They have zero sense of caution. You never know when was <laughs> going to appear behind you. Ah! Because we Japanese try to be perceptive and considerate of others. <laughs> Preparing for the next battle. Very mm. exciting. What do you mean? See, there's that uh, Asuka bewildered face again. Yeah. Well drawn. Uh, okay, so... Here they kind of start to set up the uh, the unity yeah. thing. Here they have opposite sides of the screen, green and green and red cups, cans like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, Misato's got a beer going. <laughs> That's right. Gets home, <laughs> gets the yabisu out. <laughs> this is great. It will attack again in six days. This is ridiculous. I think we missed the. Um, I must have missed the shot of. Boys and girls shouldn't live together. <laughs> okay, we've done it. Video. Evangelion in the news. <laughs>
been a while. <laughs> you thought we were going to get right back to the episode. Well, you were wrong. Ah, yes. Welcome. Welcome, new listener, uh, to wake you up from... <laughs> we're going to... Oops. Uh, well, that's good. My thumb killed the music slightly early. <laughs> we're not professionals. No, so, if we were, we'd be paid. Before this, I was telling Mike we were looking at my internet scraping service for Evangelion news, and there hasn't really been a lot of of news lately. Evangelion is sad to say moving out of the um, spotlight a little bit. Uh, although we are on the tail end of the new movie um, finally being translated to English and being available on a widely known streaming service yeah i think that was the the dominating that was the biggest piece of evangelion news i think that would be possible since the announcement of the rebuild yeah or since the show ended so since the uh i mean that's probably the end of it really well yeah that was several times when um Steve and I were discussing, hey, we should really be doing another episode. Yeah. Another plug cast. It was like, well, this, we thought that when we started this show, it was probably the last time Evangelion would ever be pertinent. Yeah. To pop culture. And then I actually saw, you know, I've seen people like doing Evangelion, like changing their names on Twitter to Evangelion related stuff. Oh, man. That's awesome. Um, so every time there's something in, in the, in the Ava sphere, <laughs> there's like a little blip in the in the popularity but uh, this might be the last big blip for some time did you get the sense uh that the show that the new film was well liked outside of i think so Evangelion i people? mean i have to say I, I spent a lot of time avoiding spoilers <laughs> and not reading reviews but um i i was getting like box office numbers and and uh, although I don't have numbers memorized, um, it is uh, maybe the most successful or top two most successful, you know, uh, big screen releases in Japan. And it's saying a lot because it came out during this cursed pandemic. <laughs> I, I'm always curious about that. But what uh, the number, how, how it does numbers wise. And yeah, Japan. I think I don't remember. It was maybe <laughs> some 30 some million american dollars or yeah <laughs> whatever on however many japanese screens i always just assume it's the biggest thing uh in japan yeah i think um, actually maybe demon slayer did slightly better the demon uh, slayer movie which i have not watched i'm not familiar with that anime but um but the uh i think the reception was generally good for evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon a time <laughs> So we both watched it. Um, Steve watched it first. Yeah. And I tried to hold off. I couldn't wait. Yeah. And we weren't going to be able to get together to watch it. <laughs> so um, I just went, I watched it opening day, American opening day. <laughs> I'm I'm extremely patient usually for things. But yeah, I figured we wouldn't probably get a chance to watch it for a while. So I gave in. Um, I mean, now's as good a time as any to, uh, to go over our impressions a bit. Yeah. Um, well, I've watched it uh, several times now. I really like it. I think yeah. uh, as a film, it, and we probably should do a, one of these days a podcast, maybe break it into chunks and, and do a, a live watching of it. But um, mm -hmm. I think it really tied up the series really well and uh, answers a lot of questions 
maybe even introduces some new concepts that explain phenomenon mm-hmm. just to be real general and not spoil anything <laughs> but uh, yeah that's true probably yeah you have to switch back into spoiler mode i guess we can probably spoil it a little bit it's widely yeah. available and nobody listens to this podcast well that that might be a good way to approach it then <laughs> is to not worry too much about <laughs> plot minutiae and just that because i because when i think about it, i think about the same thing how it i think did the best job possible I think it I did everything it could do to wrap up the series, which is saying a lot considering how, I mean, I guess how both simultaneously low and high my expectations were. Yeah. Like my expectations were low, but I felt like they should be really high. Yeah. And it, and it delivered on that. And it, it did work both for, as uh, Steve was uh, implying there, it did work both for the rebuild series, kind of making it, making it make sense again after the third yeah. one <laughs> yeah. and like taking things from the first couple and bringing them back around. And then it did some work for the, uh, for the series too. Sure. Which is not, which was not previously canonically connected in any way. This was a, this was a, you know, a different, a different run through. I wonder the plot. that's an interesting point though. Cause some of the things that come out in the movie that are sort of like big revelations, do they apply to the sto- to the show? I I think um, there's not a lot of this. If I you know, so I'm kind of imagining talking to myself, trying to get myself excited for <laughs> before having seen the movie. If I was to try to get myself excited for it, yeah, it's not it's not a lot of that. There's not yeah. a lot of like connection to the show. They don't spend much time on it, but but they do enough to kind of to to let you let let you walk down that road if you want to. Right. Another thing that they do a lot of you know as far as like wrapping up evangelion is wrapping up the show wrapping up the series wrapping up the whole franchise as much for like ano hideaki Mm -hmm. as anyone else there's an awful lot of like this is the end of evangelion and there's a lot of callback to end of evangelion um the the film and you know kind of how they end it with like everything you know kind of like coming to a giant universe ending psychological breakdown site kind of yeah thing. yeah um but but it has just like Ava, just like end of evangelion has where it gets meta and it kind of starts going yeah they behind the when they're know, in behind like the, the, the sea of guff or something <laughs> what's it called and then it's like the 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 reality they're in doesn't know how to show because they start fighting on like sets of yeah yeah it becomes it becomes completely psychological like i made the joke when we were watching it yeah like, it's like the matrix yeah yeah when um uh what's his name says you know like do you really think that your your strength is what's going to beat me here oh right yeah is that when... air you're breathing yeah yeah and so they're fighting it out in evangelions in like these like these playroom kind of settings because it because like they're in a realm where physics doesn't really exist anymore. yeah yeah that's also interesting too. I mean, I guess just to expand on that scene anyway, um, in the series where it spends so much time showing scale, like how big these robots are compared to like a city. And then here they are fighting in like, they're almost like normal human size. Cause they're in, they're in oh, like right. a, a, the backstage <laughs> on a film set or something. Right. The physics they're using to get them, put them in those situations, something to do with the way the LCL or, or something is showing them their reality. I can't. Yeah, remember. they're just like beyond because they've gone through several different planes of yeah. reality. Um, 
and there's a lot of there's a lot of characters talking about the past as in getting over the past um which is moving past kind of where the series ended up which kind of it ends at least the series not end of evangelion but the series itself kind of ends at the moment where shinji is able to get past himself right is kind of able to get out of his own head this movie takes place kind of like it kind of lives in end of evangelion world for the first for the first half or third or something Hmm. but then shinji gets past it yeah and then from then on all the conversations that characters have after that is with this kind of like real woke dude shinji (laughs) who's able to just kind of summarize everybody's problems and everyone to say like oh yeah i used to be hung up on that but i'm not worried about it anymore yeah yeah and so in a sense for ano and this is like you know very intentional (laughs) you know for how he designed it this is him telling fans or anybody else looking at the work like yeah i drew a bunch of for instance hot 14 year olds (laughs) but those were hot 14 year olds when maybe you were 14 right you know and like yeah you know i was in i was into you i'm not into you anymore like oh that was an interesting thing that happened for instance too masato is kind of emotionally in a in inaccessible mm-hmm. during the movie and that was hard kind of for me at first because she's you know one of the protagonists in the series but but then it also makes sense in the show uh in the in the film too because she she also has kind of moved on right past being this oh i'm going to live with this kid and i'm hung up on this guy she kind of has like a a fully realized version of her relationship with Kaji. Yeah. Like in her head now, it's in the past. She's commanding this. That's last, an interesting way to look at it. And you know, I guess that plays into why it's called 3.0 plus 1.0. It's like, yeah. it's like we're tying up. It's almost like the third and fourth movie is just one movie. Thrice upon a time. It's right. <laughs> it's the third time that Anno has had yeah. to do this. He did it at the end of the series. He did right. it for End of Evangelion. And now he's wrapping it up again. He's doing this this, this yeah. time for the third time i like that um i really like the opening sequence too i mean i, I had already seen it because they let everyone they hadn't what didn't leak it but they let everyone see the the opening fight sequence in paris and using and uh, mari makanami using the eiffel tower as a spear oh yeah it's pretty great that's my other big comment so when i think about the movie <laughs> two main things i think about one that they uh has a lot of levels of how they wrap up the um the franchise which is awesome and the other is they did not successfully wrap up mari makanami yeah <laughs> that because that's if there is anything like if there's any individual element that they i mean it's the only element they introduced at first in the rebuild yeah right it's like okay we're gonna do the same thing as we did before with a fun new ending and we're just going to introduce this one wacky new character yeah and so you're like wow i wonder where this character will take us and she just sort of a long yeah for the ride she She doesn't yeah i mean she is kind of um she does she does add sort she's sort of like maybe she's almost like a pen pen character (laughs) because she's kind of like she's she's observing the she's observing the drama between asuka and 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 shinji and right uh i mean actually they make a point at one at one moment where the first time she actually meets shinji again since well i guess the second time because the first time is when she parachutes into him and there's yeah in in this movie she 
she like uh, sneaks up behind him, kind of like Kaji just did to Ritsuko in this episode. Oh, that's right. And she's kind of like, do you remember who I am? <laughs> and she's sort of like crawling all over him. She's very affectionate too with Asuka. Mm -hmm. It seems like there's something going on there. There's also that whole bit about her like collecting all those books and she's like squirreling these books away in her room. And Right. Um, so that's potentially interesting, but why? Why, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's something along the lines of, you know, there's that Kaji had built that sort of Noah's Ark of all the creatures, and they they fire them <laughs> out in those, like, dandelion seed. Look, I love mm. that part, too. Yeah, that's fantastic. They, like, fold open. They look like dandelions, and they're sort of, like, AT fielding themselves out into space or something. But that's so cool. I wonder if that Mari collecting all those books is something like that, too, like trying to preserve something from maybe she's expecting that humanity this is the this is the end and she might as well try to save something i don't know she doesn't have well i mean this is what we're complaining about right she doesn't really <laughs> have a backstory yeah and the other they they go through great pains to develop a backstory for the other three pilots in in this movie yeah. and in you know and, and in the the franchise in general like for for asuka they they give her kind of a, a a twist on her backstory a little bit. And Ray, of course, is super interesting. Shinji, yep, yep. So all three of these people have a reason to be like, for instance, great pilots or not great pilots yeah, or invested yeah. in Evangelion in one way or the other. So what's her story? Yeah. <laughs> like, why is she? And she's an amazing pilot. Yeah. Like the I think the the rebuild is careful to never show Shinji as an amazing pilot because yeah. he's not. He's adequate. Yeah, but he's but Asuka traditionally is the amazing pilot in the film and in the whole rebuild. Like uh, Mari is also an amazing pilot, but why is she just? Yeah, is she just. The I perfect... mean, she's so good that uh, yeah. in that opening sequence, she's driving this this. Well, her Ava ha had its arms torn off, and at the end of the <laughs> third movie. And they've built some weird rig where she drives it like you're driving a school bus. It's got like a, <laughs> yeah. a wheel that you can turn. And, I, and they do a lot of this too, where she's always looking over her shoulder, you know? Yeah. Like she's backing it up or something like. Right. She's great at like strange geometries yeah. and like alter, like at the start of the. Um, the second movie. The second yeah. movie, right. And she has like, oh, this weird form. She's going to fight on skates or on a rail yeah, or sort something. Yeah, weird yeah it's kind of like a you never quite can tell yeah but it's not it's not like a humanoid it's more yeah. like a some kind of crab or a four-legged skating thing so <laughs> yeah. so imaginary michael that hasn't seen this movie yet try not to sweat the uh makanami stuff because that is yeah but she's i like i like that character she's, she's yeah she's just yeah she's like a, just a raw pilot and, and she's mm -hmm. there for some like comic relief i guess and... <laughs> i guess yeah. <laughs> there isn't very much pen pens so that's why i feel like maybe she, <laughs> she's she's a better pen pen if they just had no pen pen yeah and then they revealed at some point that she had the nickname pen pen or something They're like oh okay <laughs> that, makes sense. that would do as much work as they did right. otherwise I think we should we should revisit uh, this new movie at some point. We'll too. We I mean, we'll we'll get through this. Come series up with some and... more topics and do it in the next news in the early twenty uh, thirties. But uh, oh, do I have to play us out of the news? Um, oh yeah, yeah. That... They all sound like good <laughs> end of. And that end was Evangelion in the news. <laughs> beep 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 beep. <laughs> That's a very sad ending. 
Okay, let's let's give Gwern a pass uh, in the interest of time. Do we want to dig into the short topic I proposed earlier? Should be a good topic. So in the previous um, previous plugcast, uh, we did actually this would be fun to bring up the screenshot from there. I can't remember the context really. I think it was the cold open. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, we dug a little bit into uh, Piers Anthony and his Xanth series. You've got this up on the screen. I remember this book now. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, do I don't too. remember much about it, but I do too. Um, this is uh, I have I have up on our uh, our web page evangelionpodcast.com um, from the from the last podcast the cover of the color of her panties, which is like Xanth fourteen or twelve or something. It's like Pierre's Anthony not even trying to be subtle about his. So, I was, uh. so that's what I was going to get to <laughs> later about it, but but the audacity, yeah, right, like for I mean for the for the uh, there's a very thinly veiled, I mean veiled only by the fact that you have to read it to get at it, but like yeah. kind of like real perviness to his writing that um, he certainly figured out what like thirteen year old boys are into, right? And that article you shared, so Mike texted me this article from uh someone just talking about pierre's anthony and his and his um yeah i'll link it on the career yeah yeah pointing out that when you read the guy says in the article you know the people who are reading these are like from like seventh grade till Mm tenth grade and i was like oh my god that is like exactly when i was reading (laughs) pierre's anthony it's like a perfect time for that age boy i mean there's probably girls too but He's definitely trying to sell it to like a boy whose whose hormones are suddenly turning on and becoming aware. And in the in the article, he he kind of goes a little deeper than just Xanth. And Xanth on its own is sort of, uh, you know, it's hard to find the appropriate adjectives that don't make <laughs> me uh, also sound terrible. Right. When you start reading other things from Piers Anthony, which I read a little bit. A lot of it is even more um, period, or is that the opposite? I'm batting beyond my ability here. <laughs> but a lot of it is is uh, more pervy. Yeah, um, yeah. So I and so the, so the article goes on to like give a lot of just like excerpts, and it apparently Piers Anthony's work is rife yeah. with um, like a lot of uh, sexy kid stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. and. Uh, and then I was telling Steve earlier, the the comment section is a fantastic read, too. It's a very long comment section because it's full of former, probably people, Steve, and my age. Yeah. You know, for, former teenagers recounting being really into Xanth or their friends being really into Xanth and them being shown bits of it and thinking it was gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, and them now, like, returning to it or reading about it now and being like, oh, yeah, that is that is pretty, that is pretty right bad. um so i will recount a specific experience i had as a kid because i liked um xanth and actually steve introduced me to xanth as i think we covered in the yeah. last episode yeah yeah i mean if you haven't read and i'm talking to our uh core listeners if you haven't yeah. read any pierre's anthony i would say go ahead and read a spell for chameleon it's the very first xanth book it's yeah. good i mean it's full of, and we talked about this last time it's full of like misogyny and i mean in retrospect i i was gonna go back and and like let my kids read it and i i picked it up and read through it again and i was like oh no 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 
but <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that in the comment section too. <laughs> of like, yeah, you should spare your kids this. But um, uh, but it's I'd say it's if you just want to get a taste of Pierre's Anthony, that's the one you should read. I well, think. and that's the advice too that the first one to three maybe yeah. are okay, and maybe even just the first one um, is good. But so I read a uh, anthology uh, that he called Anthonology. <laughs> and I would say this kind of gives you a little hint about his uh, the work ethos that is yeah, also in question here. Pretty highly of himself. Yeah, it was, I don't remember. It was fairly thick, but I liked big books, and I was definitely still like mid-teen. Maybe there are twelve stories in or so, but I have clear memories of these book stories <laughs> among many other stories I read as a kid because they were filthy <laughs> they were super dirty um and not too many years ago i was i was just talking with someone and i told them like one of the stories i remembered to uh give it in broad strokes uh essentially there's this uh interdimensional police officer and he his job is just to visit different realities like the alternate realities of earth and just make sure everything's on the up and up so he goes to this reality um, everything seems cool for a bit, but then it turns out that one of the practices in this world, this, this version of earth is to, um, uh, simmer as in like not boil, but simmer children as, <laughs> as babies until they're essentially brain dead or animal like, and then use them as cattle. <laughs> I've been watching Steve's face as I <laughs> describe <What>? this. <laughs> yeah. So like, okay, well I'm into, I'm into that as a sci-fi concept. Like that is, that is pretty hoary. Yeah. Um, H O A R Y. Like that's, <laughs> whoa, okay. That's pretty, pretty extreme, but hey, you know, sci fi, right? So then what happens <laughs> during the story is the time cop, the dimension cop, runs into like an old flame of his who is like a cow and of course ends up getting it on with her. Um, uh... <laughs> described in great detail. Right. Uh, and also lovingly described as how she, as an animal, doesn't really know what's going on. Oh, as if that makes it better. And then she's she's unsatisfied from the experience. So then he's also, you know, he's disappointed, right? Because he thinks he, you know, should probably be right. able to get, get his old lady off. Uh, <laughs> like, why? Why didn't she like me? And then she later is mated with, like, a big animal man who, like, does some rough animal um, sex on her. <laughs> and that she's into. And he's even more disappointed. That's what I remember from the story. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm tempted <laughs> to go into more details here, but I won't. Um, so I read that, and um, this is where this is where I walked the line a bit. I thought it was weird and hot as a 14 year old when I was reading it because yeah. 14 year olds are super gross, and I was like, this is really gross and weird and hot. It's super gross, <laughs> right? But I was weird and 14 yeah when you're yeah i guess when you're a kid, i definitely you're... was making sure no one was looking over my shoulder <laughs> when i was reading uh God. this smut um <laughs> i mean i remember the the uh xanth series gets pretty i mean it doesn't get that sexy um i would yeah, say it's of like... all of his stuff it's the it's the tamest like i think there's even this thing like when they're having sex it's just them they lay around and then they see these three dots. You're right. The yeah. Dots, like, it's like, go off it's almost and then later like the stork literally fade comes. to light and fade back in. Yeah, and, and then a... the, like literally children are brought by a stork. 
I right. Mean, it's like everything in in Xanth is very literal and pun and and his and his his sexuality as a whole is very immature. Yeah. Like in in however lurid he's trying to be, I think it, it, whether it's Xanth or something else, it's. I mean, it is like stuff a kid would write. Yeah. Like it's not he's. It's I like devoid of emotional kind content. Of intended for kids. Yeah. Whereas he he had another uh, series I think called the Cluster series, which was straight sci-fi, and that one got really raunchy. And then there was like a <laughs> there was like a middle range, which was like a half sci-fi, half fantasy. Um, and and actually reading that article you you printed and they talk about him using like templates basically oh, to write right. his stuff, and then it starts to yeah. make sense like. Uh, uh, was it Apprentice Adept series, mm. which is sort of like one side of the curtain was magic and the other side of the curtain was science. And there's like, there's like a parallel I think I read person those. on each side. And yeah. that one, like the sex is very middle of the road between <laughs> uh, being very raunchy in um, cluster series and very tame in, in Xanth. But the stories are kind of the same. I mean, it's the mm-hmm. same concept when you start to look at it. <laughs> Uh, that's how he was able to turn out like 30 books a year or something like and that. And he's, he's such a big seller. There's a lot in the article about how he was able to use just the force of his sales to get things done or get things published that were like I think he was even sub, using writers subpar to quality. write for him. Yeah, like yeah. not really editing. He, he would ask really fans fan for jokes yeah. <laughs> and have them, jokes and puns, and have them write in, and he would use them like, in his book and so we get to the audacity of this cover the color of her panties where he's <laughs> i mean that's what i appreciate about this cover is just the audacity yeah. it's just like this is a guy and whether he is just immature or actually troubled we'll say um or whatever but he's it's and it's almost has shades of like weinstein stuff of just like operating yeah. in public right where he's like i'm just gonna call it this yeah yeah i don't care but then think about the poor like <laughs> You know, not, if you're on the 14th book, you might be 16 or 17. You have to go to the <laughs> bookstore to buy this thing. You have to look somebody in the eye. <laughs> I remember having this book. I read this book. I remember carrying it around and being like, you know, again, like, okay, I'm going to keep this hidden in my bag. I know, you can't like read this on the bus. People are like, what the, what the <laughs> no. hell are you looking at? Okay, so to bring it around. So <laughs> to Evangelion, where I think there are... Um, I think there's lines of discussion available is the, the frequent like topic of the age of our pilots, yeah. right? And so this this episode we're covering right now kind of has, I think it has kind of the start of the romance, so to speak, mm-hmm. of, of, of Shinji and Asuka. And of course it has a lot of kind of like the, you know, babe pilots yeah. stuff yeah and that's scattered throughout the whole throughout the whole series but then of course you have to sort of be a little arch and like put quotes around it like okay yes but you know this is a anime and animes are weird and they're young and so we're not here um it's from it's kind of from the, the character's perspective so again it's 14 year old yeah Shinji, and what does he think of a 14 year old girl who's in right. his house not that that and I think that's where the key is, though. I think that's where the key is, and that's what that's what this the article and thinking about all this kind of helped me process. Yeah, <laughs> a bit was like, and you you brought it up a couple of times, um, three plus one of the dare that Ano is putting on the audience because there's an awful lot of 
um uh-huh. like asuka is scantily like, clad yeah asuka? I mean, she spends a lot of her time she just wear in her underwear and a jacket right right like she's totally checked out of of propriety in the in the show but but what i was saying was like you don't have to look <laughs> right it's on the screen <laughs> right. but you don't have to look you don't have to. And, the, the, and then the other thing that occurs to me is that the temptation to look almost makes her more human, right? Because now you have like a human attraction to a cartoon, <laughs> but that makes her more human. It's like a connection. You're having this complicated like <laughs> relationship with how to think about this, this but cartoon a, but body. Import- but this whole series is about the human instrumentality project of mm-hmm. like doing away with our physical selves and merging your spirit and, and the soul and everything into this yeah. one, you know, being, but to sell that idea, you have to have people as your central characters. So, <laughs> I, and then to push it even a little farther, like she doesn't consider herself human too. Oh, that's true. And then she, there's she's like post human. Right. <laughs> and, and she's, 28 years old well movie. yeah and then that's the other thing so it's like you can say she's in what? a 14 year old body but she's 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 not aging only their hair grows and it's like and if all that doesn't do it for you well she's not even 14 and that's um that's You're something a bad person right, right exactly and that's what Anno is doing because there's all this post evangelion stuff where he's like well here's something else about the show i'm going to try to wrap up for you i'm going to try to like help you you come to a conclusion about um and it's something that the author of the xanth Piers anthony article goes into as well um with some auto autobiography stuff that Piers anthony has written where he does an awful lot of kind of self-defending right. essentially like grosso like yeah, the, oh uh... it's not unreasonable to be attracted to a young girl if she looks you know that sort of uh, like you're, uh, you're asking a lot of questions about my I'm not a rapist shirt. Yeah, yeah, that are exactly. Answered by my I'm not a rapist shirt. It's like, dude, if you got to write the book, let it stand alone. But you don't need to go on Fine, about yeah. it. Thou doth protest too much. Yeah, yeah, and so that's that's kind of what Anno is doing here. But and, I think he's being more clever. Here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, There's I an like awful this lot of cartoon, awful lot of uh, hand wringing. <laughs> but um, but I fully understand why people would judge you harshly for watching a cartoon like this but it's helped me so to speak this angle of uh these are you know so it's shinji and asuka and how 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 would they relate to each other Mm -hmm. because of course you know like to shinji asuka if shinji cared about these things and these and this is that's the mistake asuka makes in the scene coming up here shinji doesn't hardly care he has to be put in an extreme situation to kind of get get revved up at all but but that's how shinji would react and they're and they're doing their thing and you're the audience so if you can keep yourself separate like you you grow so yeah from you know have a mature adult respect for that you're observing what these two kids relating to each other very kind of realistic kids right would behave if there weren't parents around, we're definitely the parents. Right. We're the parents. Yeah. So that's true. Like you. Yeah. Um, I guess and I think that works. Makes it more authentic. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I hope in our uh, one and a half here, you were, uh, you were up for that discussion.
All right, so uh, we will uh, we'll dig back in, do the second half of our episode, and wrap things up. And starting. So now the action-packed conclusion. Shinji's been gone for three days. Oh, oh this is a good... And Ijo is there. Her name is Hikari. 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 That's right. It's not Hikaru. I always thought that. Everyone has very similar sounding names. He... Pim-pom. I'm glad we get to see the Pim-pom again. Yeah. <laughs> this is meant... I'm not sure how much the audience is meant to be aghast here. They have the big music cue. Yeah. And seeing them in identical outfits is meant to... And look at these shame. The shame oh, yeah. shadows falling over Shinji's face. And Asuka. They both... They're both very sh- full of shame. <laughs> Two wrongs don't make a right. So they, she brought Ray. Masato brought Ray to this this evening. I mean, Ray could just be coming along for some other reason, but if it was planned, just so she could show Asuka that she better perform. <laughs> oh yeah, was Ray already there? No, Masato brought her in that shot. Um, oh oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, because they're they're playing this bit here where. Asuka complains that Shinji's not going to cut it and she's not going to deal with that. And so they call Rei up to do it. And of course, Rei and Shinji, you can see Shinji pop into action there, right? As soon as Rei gets on the board, Rei and Shinji are perfect together. And of course, this is yeah, devastating that, for Asuka. Yeah, she's like, wait a minute. Especially because we spent the whole first half of the episode trying to dominate <laughs> the uh, first children. I think it's probably the worst thing possible for Asuka to Yikari, not have a role. She says, <laughs> "You got you made a girl cry." Hikari is a great normalizer. <laughs> yeah, and rep. she doesn't know it, but she's going to marry uh, Suzuhara someday. She goes down to the shop, gets some cold air out of the fridge. Yeah, she's pretty broken up about it actually when she gives that line ray did before right she has no she has no choice yeah but to, which is true of all of the three pilots right they all perceive that they have no choice to do it the through line of the series <laughs> this seems a lot of fun right oh she says <laughs> she's like no no go go <laughs> of course it's fetching yeah those uh those willful redheads are pretty fetching <laughs> Yeah, this is great. This sequence of them, like, uh, kind of like coupling it up. Yeah. Just having, like, domestic disputes. And now we are on the other side, and they are now... <laughs> oh, their underwear is hung up next to <laughs> right, each other. Right, It's adorable. <laughs> and now they're perfect. And was it 10 days, or is it the 10th? Maybe it is 10 days. And so the difference, they, they underplay this, but I think this makes sense to me is that they came into this as kind of strangers still. Yeah. And then they spend these six intense days together of training, like doing everything together, right? And again, I remember 14 being 14. And if you ever spent six days doing something intense together with a a female. Yeah. And... um, Well, I think there, and the thing I was looking at earlier was like Asuka almost assumed that Shinji might be kind of into her now. But but he's not. Yeah, that's, and so that's she gets thing. mad and goes to the other room. Right. Well, and I think there's there's this thing where she, of course, Asuka. I mean, she probably has two modes. She's either going to make a very bold advance, or she's going to expect herself to be so high above Shinji that Shinji's job to cross Jericho's right. wall there. Oh, right. And go in, and of course he doesn't. Um, he doesn't commit, which is of course Asuka's uh, most hated part about Shinji. Yeah. 
And then she just lays down right next to him. <laughs> right. So she. So if you, we never know, like, if she slept, walked in or not. Or, I mean, probably because she kind of falls asleep, right? Because she's, like, sleep talking here. Yeah. But Shinji is put in a compromised situation. And he's almost going to kiss her. But she says, Mama. We're like, whoa. As is Shinji, like, this lady has a lot going on. Yeah. And she's just a kid like him, you know? Yeah. She's not like this. Yeah, you're just a child yourself. You're not some, like, big special thing. Meanwhile. (laughs) Yeah. At the same time that night. Um, so Kaji is uh, not to be uh, not to be repressed here. Why well, is he's kind of awkwardly yanking her hand? It's almost like he's he made the first move, you know. Oh, I'm pretty sure he tackled her in the in the elevator. Your lips didn't say no. So this is what I wanted to uh, put a pin in earlier. Remember we uh, we had um, someone following along with us briefly, yeah. and she called out Kaji for. I mean, essentially being, I can't remember what she said, but we're going to say a womanizer. Yeah. Which, you know, it, it makes a strong case for being. And I didn't really see that until um, that person called that out. And now yeah. kind of watching him with the mind for that. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not sold. Yeah, he is. I mean. too. He's too forward. Right. But he also like, they also have a past. Yeah. I don't know. And and maybe like she is protesting but not I mean here she's clearly like still thinking about him. I think she's conflicted, but yeah. he's also like the love of her life, basically. Yeah. And that's that's what the series is doing. Now there's also the thing like, is the series justified to make this like, you know, a reasonable thing for everyone? Who I knows? Mean, I mean I guess they don't ever yeah, it's a sore spot. They're, this is what Ritsko and Misato are talking about now. I think they just don't get into it enough that you're not really allowed to make a judgment against Kaji in this situation. We yeah. don't really know. I mean, maybe they had a, we're having a conversation in that. That's a long elevator ride. And, <laughs> and then a lot maybe, of trouble happens. We don't know elevator. how it led to, but it did look like he was sort of awkwardly yanking her arm a little and all the paperwork was dropped on the floor, but I don't know. It's hard to tell. Seemed pretty passionate. Yeah. Huh. Um, so here we go. Here's the big uh, action set piece I was talking about, and breaking it down in the slides, you really see how much how much work they put into this. Yeah. And it's a fun. Sixty-two seconds. They yeah. got it. Now they're all aligned. Yeah. I think they get one uh, just over a minute of high power or something. Is that how it works? Or five oh, minutes of right. low power? Yeah, this might be the only time they called. That. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, we could operate five minutes max, but that always is just what they can do. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. It Those two spears, not to waste this whole minute, but it they throw the two spears and it creates a field between the two spears. Right. That cuts the thing in half. Oh, right. Don't know what's up with that, but it's pretty sweet. And this is in real time, this fight. Yeah. Yeah, you get to watch like exactly how it goes down. Do we ever have another fight in real time? I mean, I guess it's always maybe implied, but this we actually have the the clock in the corner counting it out. Oh, it's so cool. I mean, yeah, bullshit. Look at this! Pow! Smack! It's like big. And they kick. they kick them back together into one monster. They jump into the stratosphere, come down like a uh, two. <laughs> they hit the core in one thing, <laughs> drag that thing across the mountain. Boom! Oh man, huge explosion. 
But wah, wah. Yeah, this is this is like they were supposed to have had a nice dismount. Right. Right, exactly. <laughs> they didn't pull off they didn't pull off the landing. Um and now we get the call back to shouting through the phone. You're the one who fell on me. It's hard um for us Americans to get that upset about how they're lying on top of each other there. But... <laughs> and it's embarrassing for everyone. Well, well, and then they, they have this whole anyway. thing here where they unpack what happened last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is fantastic. And again, I can't tell. No, I didn't. I stopped. <laughs> Pervert Fletch fiend? <laughs> I think... Uh, I want to see that again. Um, I need to rewind that. <laughs> because I think in the Netflix translation, um, she says, Wait, you did it? I was just kidding. Does she yeah. say that in Platinum? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Okay. Just have to be sure because if we're going to track the Shinji Asuka romance, we got to get these facts straight. Because even, even so, I don't, I can't, I don't know for sure. I know you tried to kiss me while I was sleeping. I was just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> now look, just like a lady there. She's waiting yeah. for his answer. Okay, yeah, Shinji, yeah. what are you going to say to that? Yeah. But then he, then he screws it up. <laughs> he could have just yeah he could have played that off legit man but no he was like, like okay i was going to but then uh, i didn't i didn't which is again what oscar hates yeah uh, and then to be continued that is it okay we should dive right into the uh all right we're gonna go here. through some screenshots and wrap this up all right okay. both of you dance like you want to win is that what it is yep that's the uh the english version not the Japanese translation. <laughs> so, oh, the thing I was reading was pointing out this is one of the only times you ever see uh, Toji Suzuhara not in his uh, jogging outfit. Oh, that's right. He's, He's wearing the school uniform. Man, his uh, mom made him get dressed this morning. <laughs> yeah. So they're setting up. They're setting up the stage for us here. It's the class rep. Two thirds of the idiot trio. Yeah, we got a different translation. <laughs> this is this is based off the uh, Netflix the Netflix uh, translation. Fun to have both. So what fun! They both showed up together. We get the pim pom. Oh my god! Eek. It's disgusting. What even? What are they wearing? It's like some kind of a flash dance <laughs> leotard. They're like these, yeah, these shirts, like hand me down. Totally looks like that flash dance outfit they both have a lot of like dangle coming off of the yeah. shirts i like this translation rubs me the wrong way <laughs> the writer had a lot of fun with that oh the shame miss masato says that japanese start with the form and the rest will follow does anybody else in the show come up with japanese truisms like masato does yeah I uh, feel like that's a recurring bit. Yeah, we does. Japanese are more perceptive and try to be polite. Which is kind of fun because she's <laughs> she's kind of new to her culture too because she had that, that fugue state. Anyway, um, she's Aren't forcing they, they're us talking to in this. Are they talking in unison in yeah. this part too? Yeah, right? everything they do now mm -hmm. is in unison. They, and they do it a lot even before the training too, which is probably just a setup for the episode. This is so indecent. So indecent. <laughs> and Asuka's like, well, well come on. <laughs> it's not what you think. We don't have a choice. Oh, there's Ray. You're right. She shows up with Misato. The nice drawing here. Got a ride home from school. Ray looks very sickly here. She looks very much, very much the alien. She looks small next to Misato. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, Masato's tall, isn't she? Yeah. That's just almost as tall as Kaji. And Pen Pen looks real small there in somebody's <laughs> hands. <laughs> it must be a perspective. Yeah, Hikari has has it there. I like this. They look, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's... Error. This is fun to interpret, I think, because it's... Shinji is still trying, but he's he looks terrible doing it. But Asuka has already given up, probably out of disgust <laughs> yeah. for just how Shinji is. He's probably just doing poorly. Asuka just stands up and turns around. It's like, I'm not going to do this anymore. And it is sort of like a DDR. Oh, yeah. Dance this, pad thing, but this, with more This is buttons. my opportunity to go off on DDR. <laughs> but in the interest of time, I'll skip it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, when I first saw this in college, like, was when I was a huge DDR head. <laughs> um, so this spoke to me. Um. And she's, you know, Asuka's like, I am the best and even I can't do this. And Ray gets called in. Asuka's worried. And Masato's got the confidence here. Somehow she knows that this is going to go great. Yeah. Which is interesting. Ray <laughs> does it because she's ordered to. And I think that's a bottle of tea. I love those. Those huge, like, two liters of tea. Yeah, that's what that is. It's a lot of tea. This disturbed Asuka. <laughs> Ray in her socks. She's got a black socks. Oh, is that a um? Is that a clue that Ray is uh? Not the socks, but Ray oh. Ray <laughs> Ray being good at DDR. Is that a clue that? This is a deep pull. Yeah. Socks. Uh, <laughs> but that that she has some other relationship to shinji that hasn't really been revealed yet but, oh absolutely but definitely she has this connection um i ray is great for this because we don't at you know this point or throughout the series know much about her yeah really so it's so as as a mystery it's great to pull her in and like oh she has a mystical ability to be perfect at ddr yeah and um, and and quickly syncs up with uh with shinji yeah, that's. I think that's the that's the key there is that we're working with Shinji. She's 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 perfect. Why wouldn't they use Ray and Shinji <clears throat> from the beginning anyway? Did they ever say why it has to be Asuka and Shinji? That's a great point. Because I wonder if, um, I mean, even here, a Asuka gets mad and she goes down, but then she says, "Fine, I'll do it." Like. They would have just used Ray if she didn't want to do it. Maybe um, it's just meant to be character growth. Yeah. For for Asuka and Shinji too working together, and that's kind of a cheap answer, but I think that could be. I mean, and they're the not going to send, and they're not going to send in all three of them because, well, they got the intel that says you need two of them to fight <laughs> to do this. So right, two is perfect. It is because they said it is <laughs> and it's probably masato's idea that would be my guess well i guess it was i guess it's kaji's idea that asuka needs to be trained to work with other people specifically shinji right they're going to be like the two lead pilots essentially ray is the prototype right um <clears throat> i carefully caught all of the um distressed asuka shots here <laughs> look at that just like range of yeah just really just, yeah uh, hurting yeah <laughs> but that's some good animating too just yeah all that they're so uh expressive these characters 
She moves all around the screen throughout that. Her head's just all over the place. Yeah. Screw this. I'm out of here. I don't know if we said screw this in the mid nineties. <laughs> um, I think that's a trans, a modern translator taking a liberty there. Yeah, I don't know that one yet. Uh, so Shinji notices slam. <laughs> this is um this is what's his name's comment toji yeah even the demon's eyes can shed tears suzahara even That's a demon's so... eyes can shed tears That's so funny <laughs> shinji <laughs> dope you made a girl cry and yeah, he, she's pretty mad too hikari's got the great <clears throat> perception here that really this is shinji's fault yeah she didn't just go to her room. She left the apartment and down to the shop. Look at all the shelves in that shop are kind of picked over. You know, it's not. It's like maybe people evacuated oh, and yeah, bought up all the lot. all the stuff. So right. <laughs> it's like a it's like the stores nowadays. Yeah, but the drinks the drinks are full. People didn't take drinks, I guess. So Asuka is kind of. She's kind of unpacking it a bit for Shinji there. It's just like, yeah, what am I going to do? I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just upset. And so now she rallies. And I like she brings her she brings her groceries up here, and they have the shot of the groceries. And this is pretty fetching. Uh, it's passive <clears throat> Shinji. <laughs> yeah. Why are you so clueless all the time? <laughs> you call yourself a man. People always get on Shinji's masculinity. Yeah. He doesn't even really call himself a man. Right. right. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? It's, yeah. I don't even want to be here. Yeah. He said it perfectly once. It's like, why is this girl being so mean to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, this is fetching. This is like how she's like, you know, mowing down on this, like with audible gulping sound. Yeah. Forceful like, eating angrily and then he just kind of smiles she's yeah. just charmed by it because it is charming and that's um i'll say personally as well i really i really also enjoy seeing a lady like getting righteously upset about something <laughs> you know it's fun to watch as long as it's not at myself <laughs> yeah. Right? that's yeah you know, then it's the worst Love, but... <laughs> like sicking your wife on like a yeah someone at a store that treated you wrong or something yeah, like a woman on a mission is, is turn my wife loose on you yeah <laughs> just sit back and watch <laughs> so now we have the training montage which yeah. is uh, tons of fun um i managed to catch i managed to catch this shot asuka kicking shinji in the back just booting him <laughs> like uh, pen pen watching yeah the animators had a lot of fun with this Brushing their teeth in unison. And I miss the glare at each other after oh. they spit. Like, they glare for no reason. Yeah. Fighting over the channel changer. <clears throat> I didn't catch before this. I don't. I mean, it is just on the screen, but, like, it's all three of them. Yeah. Sacked out. And Oh, um, that's how they had been sharing a room then, sleeping. Yeah, I guess so. And I like the the um, the nod to Masato's like classic Masato sleeping style. Yes, just sprawled out, <laughs> tangled in the blankets, just like a mess. <laughs> <clears throat> they're sleeping uh, in unison. Oh yeah, they're like identically sleeping. They both have the um, yeah the uh, the audio recording plugged in, and their pillows in the same spot. Yeah, you're right. Um, of course, uh, women. Am I right, fellas? Uh, taking up the bathroom. <laughs> 
And then doesn't Pen Pen like scoot in there before Shinji can? Oh do? yeah, I missed that, but yeah. <laughs> and this this drawing needs it needs something. Hmm. Now now we're on the other side slurping. of it there. Yeah. Now they they got it. And yeah. then this shot of their underwear <laughs> hanging so... next to each other. What it is? It's like Shinji's tidy whities and Asuka's bra. Yeah, and it's so it's so <laughs> like uh I don't know. They're so they're so in sync when their underwear gets along. It's funny. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. But someone wrote that probably Ano. They had a, they had a good laugh. Yeah. Attack tomorrow. All right. So here are the big the big denouement. That's the right use of it or pronunciation. <laughs> um. All right. So we got Oscar coming out of the shower. Everyone's happy and confident. I was trying to figure out what Shinji's shirt says here, but I, I, again, I don't know enough Japanese symbols yet. He has all these, like, beach shirts. Yeah. That's like the Japanese uh, flag, kind of, with something written in front of it. He also appears to be reading advertisements. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah, or comic books, maybe? Maybe. Uh, yeah. Diagrams. They get a break when one of them's showering, I guess. <laughs> right. No showering in unison, guys. Yeah. Come on. Uh, um, Asuka's box is still unpacked. They haven't had time. Yeah. He's got his dat. I think he's in casual mode now. It's, oh, he's only got one ear in, too. Uh, Masato called. He's not going to be here tonight. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, Shinji says, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, fine. <laughs> so, I'm going to sleep in the hallway. Yeah. Takes your stuff. Closes it. <laughs> why is she so mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> there we go. Sla- she's, she, she slams the door open. And we, we get the, we get the, uh, we're going to call it famous Oscar cleavage shot here. Right. Um, so if you're going to attract a Shinji in your room, <laughs> this doorway is the impenetrable wall of Jericho. So she's, she's, so I'm, I'm so confident with the, like, Asuka is into him at this point and kind of wanted him to come in there. Yeah. Because of at the far end of the, of the, of the show. And I'm pretty sure it's during instrumentality where we, we kind of walk through her whole process of the, Right. She's going through the series is she kind of does the reveal of like Shinji was extremely disappointing. Yeah. Um, and he he wasn't even able to comfort me. I think she says like like you won't even hold me. Um and they show a shot like it's a single like half second long shot yeah. of her after at some point after she closes this door. Mm. Um of her just like staying there on the other side in the dark still right like kind of to see if he'll come over or thinking about what he's maybe doing on the other side right yeah you don't know if it's right away or like just Mm -hmm. later and she's like oh should i go out there or like what's going on like um but it's it's uh it's it's when it's when she's saying that voiceover so obviously implying like this was an important time and like i was saying like so they just had this whole this whole thing they went through together She's probably feeling like, oh, well, man, you know, yeah. this guy, he's all right. Um, but sorry, it's Shinji. And then again, it's like, <laughs> it's one of these sort of uh, 
problematic drawings of of like a down her shirt (laughs) shot right but but you're we're seeing her from shinji's perspective she's trying to she's trying to get him to react to her right right she's aware of what she's doing right it's sort of like in the new film yeah right when when he comes in uh and spoilers she's just like stark naked from the back guys yeah um but shinji doesn't react at all yeah she's like (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay so yeah this is the great um bedroom scene here man this is a great episode yeah so i kind of caught a lot of evocative shots because i've done this a hundred times in my life uh Mostly when I was younger, yeah. <laughs> where there's like someone in the room and you kind of would rather just uh, be, quote unquote, asleep through it. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then uh, she, uh, you know, he thinks, oh, I guess she's just going to the bathroom. That's fine because he's mm-hmm. only bathroom's probably there. And he kind of drifts off back to sleep halfway, maybe. But then slump, she lands next to him. <clears throat> they do this um, thing here where the uh, the like fast forward yeah. rewind gets stuck on the tape to kind of like add some adrenaline to it yeah <laughs> we kind of like he opens his eyes right and shinji's looking <laughs> gets an eyeful of that yeah um kind of pans up there she's looking pretty adult right and he's blushing and he looks like um dragon ball z <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know if that was intentional, but kind of like the contrast of making him, yeah, look like a super kid, right? Yeah. Versus like this woman here. And now he's definitely looking down. Hey, oh, Shinji, her eyes are up here. <laughs> look at his pose. Like he was probably he was probably sleeping in an organized fashion. Yeah. And then as when when he opens his eyes, he's probably just like quack, like starfishing <laughs> out like that. And this kid's got long legs. <laughs> So um, yeah, so the tape's still going. Maybe also the the in. tape being on fast forward. It's like he's clearly not. He doesn't. He's not paying attention, even though it's in his ears. Oh yeah, yeah, right. He's not. He's not even aware of whatever music is coming out of it. And that comes out in the new movie too, where um, they explain a little more that like both him and Gendo use that thing to tune everyone else out mm. and to. And to make it so that they they have no responsibility to respond to anybody. Oh yeah. Um, so he's kind of cut off. So it's his... never even really listening to any particular piece of music or anything like that. It's more like this this way for socially walling yourself off. But here mm-hmm. in this scene, it's not working. Yeah, he, he's kind of <laughs> lost his, his comfort yeah. his comfort uh, wall there. Um, so we do like the shin like eyes focus. So he adjusts yeah. his focus. Yeah face and he's like well <laughs> guess i go for it uh-oh he's like yeah he's like five millimeters away from her there and then thankfully kind of right he um kind of gets the well and he sees her crying <laughs> yeah too, and he gets so the, like, this okay, whole thing this is, is not and then the tape stops reality is not really where i'm at right now yeah yeah tape stops and he demurely excuses himself she must have woken up there, right? Because later she's she's kind of like not admitting to any, right? Hmm. Or does she? She implies that maybe she thought she had dreamed it or something. Right, right, right. So she might be half awake. Yeah, I think she. I mean, you, you're never really told, but like, yeah. but like, I think that she was half awake. 
and not really intending to end up there. Good job, Shinji. You did okay for a 14-year-old boy. That's my assessment. (laughs) Um, Right. Okay, so now we get to break down another. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, right. So I tried to catch most of the... uh, most of the movement here is do you think maybe she tried to slap him and he grabbed her hand that's why oh, we're looking at kaji look uh go back one going all over masato here but yeah I, it always catches my eye that he's holding her and hand in kind of an awkward way and i wonder if maybe oh. she was gonna smack him yeah. and he stopped yeah. her from smacking him she's got that she got that anime sweat there <laughs> yeah just two cousins watching anime people kiss in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all very weird. Okay, so here we go. So then they do this sort of, um, what is it like? Uh, who's the Who's the director? Blue Velvet. Oh, like, David Lynch. This feels like Lynchian to me, where she's like watching the um, watching the the floors kick up. Yeah. On the elevator. Oh, kind of a, a compromised position, kind of blue velvety. Yeah. Uh, all right. So she backs out, and it's just this is another um, like in the last episode of Kaji just leaving a scene in absolute mess, like, <laughs> like showing up and just like kind of destroying everybody's senses. I mean, those are probably whatever Masato had been carrying. She just left it there. Right. Yeah. She gets out of there, and she look. She's kind of um, okay. So yeah, we're not doing that. Your lips didn't tell me to stop. He says. Oh, God, Kaji. Hmm. <laughs> like, she knows hmm. he's right. Um. Yeah. So yeah, he gives her her things back and bows. Look at that guy. Scoundrel. He's a scoundrel. What a scoundrel. Hmm. <laughs> Wham. Um. Right. Okay. So then Ritsuko, Ritsuko, who's always happy to dispense um, relationship wisdom mm-hmm. from a distance. <laughs> um, so things start out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everything's fine. Is it work or a man? <laughs> a little of both. Yeah. Yeah. Like and of course, Ritsuko there. knows who she's talking about. Mm-hmm. The spit take. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Like I'd have feelings for a jerk like him. It's very, very melodrama. It's great. So essentially, Ritsuko is kind of asking Masato to be um, honest with herself. Uh, hey, you guys are both adults now. It's okay if you, uh, you know, want to have a relationship. Right. Uh, back to work. Tomorrow's a big day. Lots of fun. Okay, so here's the UN fighting. It's a long holding action over the six last six days against this angel. It's still kind of melty. Yeah. They got a bunch of those weird helicopter-like jump ship things. All of those things. VTOL craft. We're ready for you this time. Okay, raise your AT fields when the music starts, and you know what to do. Balls to the wall, she says. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's another uh, anachronism there. Um, finish this in 62 seconds. Okay, so, yep, all the excitement. Boom! Start, launch, and we get to the countdown. So when I was taking these shots here, I tried to take one every two seconds. Hmm. So as I was saying, there is a lot of animation in here. Yeah, they, they drew a lot of frames, 
Yeah, there's that. Uh, that oh, yeah. Seal between the spears that goes chunk, chunk. And this, <laughs> the gun dispensing buildings that are uh, in yeah. Tokyo, too. Oh, and this is Ritsuko's advice, too. Have the fight in Tokyo. Have the fight right. in Tokyo 3. You already have that other big crashed angel there. Mm-hmm. You got all sorts of stuff for you here. It's great. Like in the uh, explosion glare. Yeah. Cool drawing. So, yeah. So they go through their routine. They're doing their backhand springs. Yeah. There's like uh, six seconds of backhand springs here. And then one of the uh, giant protection walls holds up to just like a random blast. You have another angel that can just put out random just yeah. blasts. We never get to see much of what this angel can do. Yeah. And we don't even see where that blast came from. He just, oh, I guess, you know. <laughs> I, caught, I, I didn't catch it, but he he, uh, he scratches down the middle of this and explodes it. The uh, Evangelion leap away. And we get yeah. a montage of ex exciting face reactions. And this is, she. oh yeah, Misato calls this like, okay, uh, UN, fire everything you got. They got to distract the angel, apparently. Yeah. I like this, like, a mountainside that opens up, and it's got all these rockets <laughs> all in it. Huge rockets, too. And we get this um, this take on the uh, the introduction sequence, um, like, Ava Evangelion f rising through the air with... And this sort of split... Anime beams everywhere. Split yeah, screen. Split. Yeah. So we're seeing this, this uh, synch synchronized and... Um, symmetrical i think i i think i missed the punch oh yeah there's the there's the the uppercut yeah uppercuts and then i missed the kick but they do a, a big sweep kick together and this is like mid yeah so like they kick it they kick it back into one piece yeah i don't know if they they beat on it so hard it had to revert or if just smushing it together <laughs> makes it revert. <laughs> you can see the two little red cores there right Two-chord angel. Oh, that was a great shot. I gotta go back. There's oh yeah, the sun behind. Does look at that. It's great. Yeah, it's cool. And they. Oh, oh Fuyuki is very he pleased. Is this gonna point. work? This is gonna work. Yeah, it takes. It took twenty years off him. Yeah, he <laughs> does look younger. <laughs> I'm very pleased. And then they descend for like ten seconds here. They they jumped so high. Yeah, the clouds kind of formed a circle around them. So they were maybe so cool. traveling at mock speed. <laughs> yes. Create that little compression ring or whatever it is. This is not quite sure what I'm looking at, but it's a great drawing. Yeah. Makes more sense when it's moving, I guess. And I like this part. They just like kick it all the way up the yeah, side of the snow. It's so mountain. hard. It drags it across <laughs> like, like five miles uphill or something. Yeah crunch boom so that the core was still kind of two pieces there it looked like oh was it yeah go back oh yeah you're right yeah i've always tried to interpret that they were both their foots on the same spot but they're not yeah they kind of it's like a double core there we go yeah yep well that problem solved does this thing leave a cross behind when it when it blows up i don't remember maybe they don't show it too much explosion yeah Maybe they hadn't settled on that imagery just yet. <laughs> Look at Kaji has central dogma privileges. Oh. He gets to just hang out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, what a crater. It's like molten at the bottom. It's yeah. Awesome. And they're all tangled up on each other. 
both Dave has accounted oh, for. That's, that's disgraceful, though. Oh, <laughs> How geez. appalling. How appalling. I got a great anime. Yeah. <laughs> Very angry Asuka anime it's face. It's like chibi to the max there. And she reverts. This is the this is the uh, Shinji perspective. Yeah. So he sees her little hologram, but he can see her back on her on her Ava on the phone. I guess it is a real hologram, right? Yeah. It's not just him, his perception. Because he opened that little phone box and she... She like... Yeah, it does show like rays popping out yeah. of the... Hmm. Oh. <laughs> what are you going to do? These kids. Wrote... She's laughing. They're... they're... <laughs> The I can't think of their name. The two texts there yeah. on the left, and and uh, Kaji, all kind of laughing about it. Well, I think I think probably in general it's fun hearing these kids bicker about like yeah. what went on last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like I do like that moment. There is there is a hundred percent like the pause there where she's kind of waiting to see what he what he says. It's like a <laughs> pervert. <laughs> So then she gets to save face, right? Yeah. Uh, bonks her. She did, bonks him. Did or she actually? Did her hologram smack him? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Fusty. The end. The end. Oh my gosh. That was great. So, what do we got to wrap this up? Maybe your favorite shot and um, mailbag. Haven't had any comments. Had a couple likes on Twitter, oh, okay. but no comments. No, we do have that one comment. The the review. Uh, so, so this was great. Um, <laughs> this was I actually clocked this um, at work. Yeah. Um, at the pharmacy because I was I was telling uh, colleagues about how I have a spectacular podcast um, that they all should listen to and be confused by. Um, but weirdly has never gotten any comments. Right. So I went to look. Oh, that's where it was. On uh, Apple, iCloud, whatever, Apple. The Apple yeah. ecosystem is the main player out there. Right, right. Um, it would be the most influential place that someone could could put a comment down. Apple Podcasts by HHH Hag Bikixby in March <laughs> 2021. Uh, the comment titled, Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> our first comment garbage one the, star the reviews are in and then, absolute boring garbage <laughs> right to go on to elaborate on his review absolute boring garbage oh so that was great i think i had a fantastic afternoon after that i i like that he took the time to leave a comment <laughs> we've been asking for it for so long yeah it was bad enough that he Garbage. I'm assuming it was a guy that that he had to uh, put in. I mean, he he spent a good 15 seconds writing that review. It's hitting me again now. I'm looking at it. It's great. Um, it's pretty yeah. good, and it's great. The title, garbage, and then F. so thank you, um, sir, for your review. To be fair, it is our only one star review. Yeah, and we have four other reviews. Let's and, just say of higher. And I haven't reviewed it, so right. I wasn't me. So I don't think it was out me. There clicked something, <laughs> but so actually we have two reviews. There was also I think I mentioned a while ago. Um, I was playing this in, in the car, and uh, my wife reviewed it uh, by saying, <laughs> "Can we listen to something else?" 
so yeah you'll be careful what you ask for i guess we uh <laughs> we wanted to know what the public thought wives and anonymous um, commenters keep agree. Them coming if you're listening right. to this and somehow made it uh <laughs> two and a half hours to the end of this episode i applaud your um stick to and i would love to hear a comment the the law of averages um demands that we would get a positive comment eventually i noticed this before um at one point we had a comment on our first episode at soundcloud oh yeah and um i commented back hey a real live comment the person later removed their comment. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think they listened to several episodes and realized that would be funny. Or maybe they um, got banned from SoundCloud. <laughs> right. For, um, <laughs> um, that's uh, all we got. Let's see yeah. what we have next, so next time. The next episode is episode 10. Do we know what episode ten's about? It's Just... oh, it's Magma Diver, isn't it? <clears throat> oh, Magma Diver. I can't, I can't remember specifics about Magma Diver. Um, um, it does have the uh, funny Oscar um, plug suit, and uh, because she's in that sort of like pressurized Ava armor, so right. it has a lot of Asuka being mad about looking ridiculous <laughs> in, in her new <laughs> uniform. Um, there's almost no fight in it. There is like mm-hmm. diving down to get that uh, fetal uh, angel. Right, right. Um, it, and that's that's kind of like where it really kicks into action because you have yet another like peek behind the curtain nerve. Yeah. Where after the you know destruction of the fetal angel, then you start they start getting you know another ream of letters from the UN. You know, right. which of course would be the uh, abortion rights, you know, wing. <laughs> right. <laughs> there. And, um, you know, Masato coming in and, you know, you've seen the kind of pictures they send yeah. um, along. And so she's got to deal with all that. So, yeah. Uh, it, put a, it puts a crimp in her relationship with, uh, with Kaji, too, because she's like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be put in that position. She's not, and, you know, maybe he he wants to be a dad or does she have motherly uh inclinations right and asks a lot of questions well he presents raises her questions raises yeah. questions <laughs> serious serious questions yeah and we're gonna have equally serious conversations as we had with uh <laughs> topics from this <laughs> podcast as well yeah my, my favorite bit is when he presents her with the the watermelon with like the the face carved in it, He's yeah, like, yeah, like carrying yeah. this around. You got to carry it around for a week. It's, yeah, it's a good, it's a good uh, bit. A lot of watermelon um, animation going on. It it falls to the ground and splatters yeah, all over very everyone. Real, realistic watermelon and watermelon <laughs> effects. <laughs> right. So right. they get up to like sixty frames per second of a watermelon just dripping down. Yeah, you can tell they really put the. So they didn't really with with the fight being so kind of anticlimactic they had a lot of art budget left over yeah so it's it's a it's a banger episode 10 <laughs> right. uh we can't wait to cover it for you um next time on neon podcast evangelion so hit us up uh our webcast avon um come check us out on twitter at neon podcast ava one uh that's eva one and um leave comments of any stripe 
If you leave um, a comment, we'll read it on air. I want to see your. We've your, done every one, yeah. I think, so far. I don't think we've missed a comment yet. So yeah, no matter how um, hurtful and full <laughs> right. of spite or right. whatever, if you figured out um, <laughs> where we are and looked into our past, and you want to share that, you know, do it. it's, it's a comment. Yeah, right. So do it. I might and, learn something. And you'll get on the air right. into the interwebs <laughs> with uh, Steve. Is me and uh, Michael over here. And thanks for coming along. Yeah, thank you, and we'll see you next time. Farewell.